What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Gamer Podcast. I am your host, Antonius the Gamer, once again joined by my co-hosts, Super SSS Rank and Mikkel Smith. Fellas, welcome back to episode 19 of the podcast. Uh, back with the full team uh, this week. Ready yes, to yes. dive back in. Um, everything everything pre-controversy, right? Because we already know the Game Awards is upon us, and every year for the past couple of years, there have been some very interesting choices. So mm. this is the comment for the Storm episode. We're going to really dive into some things that we haven't been able to fully address on these past couple of episodes. So let's kind of get right All to right. it. Uh, first and foremost will be me muting up <laughs> as uh, Super SSS Rank and Mikkel. Y'all discussed the the recent reveals and rollout of the Metal Gear Solid remake. Fellas, what are your thoughts? You know, you guys have been more long-term fans than I have been. Um, how are we thinking about Konami's um, reapproach to their, their treasured IP? You can start us off, Joey. Okay, so where do I start? Let me see. Um, the 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 Metal Gear Solid, what collection volume one? Is mm. that they is that what they call it? Wait, um, you talking about the collection or Delta? We'll 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 talk about the collection then Delta. I'll just oh, I'll okay. just skip, stay on that for a little bit because we started with the collection. Um, the collect- it was released <laughs> versus Delta, which is yeah, and it's it's not it's not uh it's not an improvement. You gave us the same exact game. You didn't even increase the frame rate. That that would have been the easiest thing for you guys to have done if you would if you didn't even you know upscale the resolution. So I'm like nobody nobody wants to play a 30 frame Metal Gear Solid game anymore. It's fair. You what are you selling us? Yo, what are we buying? Okay. I mean, well, I mean, well, bro, I could have told you that because I, I mean, as we win ham on Rockstar, for example. Everything is a port, bro. When they say collection, they mean port. They mean a port for port. And they're just repackaging it and they're selling it to you. Like, yes, the only thing that is really getting updates, bro, if it's an official remake. That's the only thing that's getting updates now, bro. Like, they they took out remasters. They took that out. They took that out. So it's either a full remake or here comes of a port that you already bought. But okay, you guys so maybe... think it's it's weird, like, because uh, I look at it, I mean, again, I can only compare within the company, right? Because Konami also owns the Ninja Turtles rights, right? And they put out the Kawabunga collection. Um, right now, we don't know if there'll be a second one, but it's there's a first one of all the Turtles games. And yeah, they're they're basically ports, right? It's like a, a, a glorified emulation version of some of these games that we played in our childhood. But they have all these different customization options where you can increase the frame rate if you want to um you can play the international version of some of these games uh, that we you know, normally couldn't play in america initially it was like um a, a all things turtles collection where you had the freedom to kind of customize your gameplay you could give yourself infinite lives if you wanted to um, yeah. how does that not, stack I'm up not, to I'm, what they released with the collection yeah i'm not i'm not taking that because that's like that's to say it's just gonna be a port, you give me, it gives it no value. It gives it no reason to actually get it. If I'm getting the same thing, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna accept that because I guess for me it's a little different. Every Xbox game I can play that's been out, you can it just, it'll be like automatic frame boost. That's just something that comes with the Xbox ecosystem. So mm-hmm. I I thought it I thought it translates to I thought it was just PlayStation as well. 
But apparently, I thought there was a Bloodborne update. I'm waiting for Bloodborne 60 frames per second. No. My eyes... I, I, I usually look at things moving at a fast speed. So I can see something moving at different frame rates. When I see something at 30 frames... It's, oh, it's the hardest thing in the world to, to endure, man. Yeah. Yeah, because to be honest, bro, like when I saw the announcement of the collection, that's what came to my mind, too. It's like, well, you know, you're obviously using a newer engine mm-hmm. for, you know, Metal Gear Solid 3 Delta. But if the other past games are not getting that treatment, why should I care? But then this was what I, what I was also thinking, like, okay... So if you're starting back over from Snake Eater, which is technically the first chronological game, that means, okay, are you doing the other games? I mean, maybe. Like, maybe this is the test run? Yeah. And I was worried. I was worried. My bad, Tim. I mm-hmm. was worried because I said, okay, am I going to get Twin Snake? I know people don't like Twin Snake, but the fact that it, it would be there. Oh no I no love, I like oh wait 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 no 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 we, bro we we weird we weird <laughs> we we weird I love Twin Snake they were saying Twin Snake is ridiculous I don't I said what are you talking about did you play four when Raiden was <laughs> doing the spinner Rudy with the with the geckos did y'all play four did y'all play Metal Gear Solid four were you fighting Vamp? And you fighting the geckos while Vap is fighting riding on top of a gecko? Nah, nah. So I don't, I don't understand the consistency. Yo, oh, it's over the top. We want our Jack Bauer slow motion hoodoo chops from Goldeneye. I'm like, nah, man. We. When I played Twin Snake, I was the word the Lord uses well pleased. I will use Jory was well pleased. And now, and then I'm playing, I'm like, yo, there's no Twin Snake. I'm not playing, I'm not playing the PlayStation graphics where it cuts your eyes, dog. I'm not doing, I'm sorry. (laughs) Photoshop 97 on Windows 95? No, I'm not doing it, man. I can't. The fact that they didn't include that option, I was like, oh, wow. They didn't even try to include the ports. That's not a master's collection to me. You have, I don't care, give me acid. I don't care. Give me portable ops. No, no, you no acid, please. No. Why? Why no. not? Acid sucked, bro. It was a. Like, it wasn't it a, like an RTS game. It it sucked. We don't talk it was about a, it. Was a, it was a it was a trash RTS game. We don't talk about Metal Gear Acid One. We don't talk about Metal Gear Acid Two. They were what, horrible. What made it bad, bro? It was just re- dumb. Like when you really look at like the. To be honest, the. I, well, it's not technically a spinoff because it connects directly with the story, but there's like, well, it was made by a different developer. To be honest, like the biggest Metal Gear game that is like kind of like a spinoff, but still connects to the main story is Portable Ops 1. I mean, Portable Ops, period. Mm-hmm. Uh, Portable Ops just by itself. Like that game carries such a very intricate part of the story that is just overlooked. Like, yes, I get it. People love the, the next installment, which is on um, Peace Walker. Um, because, you know, it was, you know, Hideo Kojima, like, you know, made it fully. 
but it's just like it is it was a sequel to portable ops but it was just a simple fact bro like those two hold such a very dominant part of the metal gear story that is not just that is not really i would say respected i would say like because so like for me what, what i wanted this collection to be and this is of my overall plan yes start from snake eater delta you know, yes, like how you said, you know, in our group chat, give it a Resident Evil treatment. Add some things onto it to give it a little bit more clarity. Because you got to understand when this game first came out, this is a game from the PS2 era. There's many things that you could build up on that. And yes, you know, go into, and, you know, so just so Capcom could learn from other people, go and chronicle or order, please. Go and chronicle order. <laughs> Go from snake go to go from snake eater, go to portable ops, go to peace walker. Then well, you know, we don't have to get into ground zeros and Phantom Pain, even though it was cut short. Oh jeez. Phantom Fant- Pain indeed. But the realest, biggest selling point of the remix that I think would be Metal Gear One and Metal Gear Two, the one that was from the eight bit history. Like, bring that actually to life in modern-day graphics of Outer Heaven. Mm. And then, you know, the boss battle, that which okay. you now know it's Venom Snake. It's his doppelganger. Okay. You see, that point that you made there, you know, when I got halfway through Metal Gear Solid Five, I thought that's what we were going to run into. That was the purpose of us building the um, rigs in our outer heaven base so when we would get infiltrated i said yo what happens if we get infiltrated by solid snake that's what i thought this whole thing was i said this is going to be the greatest game of all time for the setup that was taking place because you you can and you didn't notice but you can infiltrate my base yeah but and i could but the tech, no, sorry to cut you off, but technically, yeah, they, yeah. They, they, technically they did give us that, but it was just a hint. Because when you look at the true ending, you listen like Venom Snake is hearing a take from Big Boss, basically saying, thank you for building this legacy alongside me. And when you look at the, the, um, the, the writing on the record tape, it's the name of the mission that Solid Snake was given. So that means he was informed, like, hey, this person is coming. So basically that part literally is the beginning to Metal Gear 1. But then I was like, bro, like, you can't just give us that and not give us the full story. And and that's why with Delta, I'm not happy, man, because mm. it's a one-for-one one copy. You have to understand, companies, we have access to these games, to these games now. They're all they're always present. If I want to play Resident Evil 4. For the GameCube, I can play the port. And it comes with the HD version now. If I want to play Ninja Turtles, it's right there now. <laughs> so now if you're going to give me a game for me to buy, you have to understand you're selling me a product that was already sold to me. Why would I buy it again when I can already get it again? For those that well, bought the... um um, Well, I don't know. Uh, for those, they removed... Because the thing is, right... You could have bought Peace Walker and the collection. You could have downloaded it. What do, what do they do? They removed it. Right. But you don't give us a better product. 
but they but that's where the 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 market gets kind of tricky because to your question it's like yeah they're doing that because they know that you don't have access to it outside of ridiculously um uh trumped up street prices so yeah. hey we took it off the market you can't get it off ebay unless you're gonna drop 400 bucks here it is the same thing now you have access to it on your current gen systems tada full price and I, Pay and me. I get okay but still with with delta it's i'm like why isn't this getting the re treatment this is your baby this is what propelled you to the next level well bro you know konami's been acting different ever since the whole fallout with kojima because you remember you remember the little metal gear solid game that they released afterwards where it was like metal gear zombies who what who what pr thought that was gonna work bro and that's what i'm saying bro like yeah i get it konami is getting into the whole collections thing like capcom because you know we've been getting all these castlevania collections we've been getting that collection and then you know even with this collection it's split up into two because the second collection is going to have peace walker metal gear solid 4 and um yeah peace walker metal gear solid 4 and i forgot what the third game is going to be you know i feel like the ceo of konami is the ceo of buddy from the main guy from robocop because it these decisions don't make any sense the the the, the, the well, actually, cigar yeah it does like, it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't make sense but then to anthony's point like how he made with pokemon if people are buying it i don't have to do none of this yeah we i mean again from the outside looking in uh, there's there's a part of me of like if I wanted to shoot Konami some bail, right? There's the part of me that says, okay, I get it. You guys, maybe, we don't know to what extent you might have pieced up with Kojima, right? Maybe it's one of those things where it's like, if I see you in the street, I'm going to give you the head nod, but we're not cool. It's the type of relationship that you guys have now. So I think for them, because they're not idiots, right? I think they're aware of, of what the Metal Gear Solid franchise has done for them as a company. Maybe there's a part of them that's like, we need to play it as safe as possible because we don't want to ruin this leg like this legacy ip that we own the rights to and if we do do something without kojima's approval it might make it worse and then you know there is that other part of like but it is the metal gear solid franchise and yes people are going to buy it regardless of what we do because i just want more metal gear they solid need to bend, they, they need to bend the knee yeah and call <laughs> kojima and say hey we want to work with you right we want to work with you give us a team as long as you give us a plan, we'll follow. We want to work with you so we can get our foot off the ground. I don't I don't think it's going to happen, bro, because like, I get what Anthony's saying. Like, that's what Delta is giving me. It's giving me, yes, we're going to upgrade it with this engine that we have, but we're going to play it safe. Because, yes, I'll get it. Uh, I, I get it. Like, Metal Gear Solid Five introduced a lot of combat mechanics. And also, even the in greatest. terms of, like... Even in terms of like how they navigated the open world, to make, you know, um, Snake Eater open world ish, it would have been too much. It would have been too and it much. Kinda, it kind of already is though. Snake, that's yeah, what I it, took Snake Eater for. Yeah, it kind of it, it's it's hub it's hub world ish. You go from one hub world to the next, and yes, it is expansive. But it's not truly open like how Snake Eater was. Um, like how Metal Gear Solid Phantom Pain was. And that's and, and that's where I can't get behind it because 
playing five and coming to this where this would sell even more if it just took five and just put it in three. Well, well, bro, that's where, you know, the critical thinking as a human being come in, you know, if you see that it is not something that you want, like, yes, it's still going to sell for them because there are still so much people who have not played this franchise, bro. Because remember, you know, just like how we said with Pokemon, bro, we're getting old. Bro, we're getting mm. old. We're literally starting families and all those other things, career building. There are kids who are literally just growing up and entering this mature age of, oh, this was the game that I heard everybody said was the realest. Okay, here's this new HD version coming out. Well, remastered or remake coming out. Yes, I'm going to buy it mm -hmm. because I want to get introduced into this franchise. Oh, here comes a collection. Yeah, the graphics are a little bit dated, but I don't care. At least I want to know what this story is. Now, if they release this collection and then they announce, oh, Metal Gear Solid 2 Epsilon, then you could complain. Because what is the purpose of you giving me this outdated collection if you're just going to do a remake of all of them? Well, we know what the purpose is, but I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. We even, know what the purpose is. That, man, it's, just, it's, just, it's just hard to get behind because when you look at the Pachinko machines and how they handled their cinematography, they seem the, the person doing that had a, an idea of how to do these scenes. Now I know that's a separate thing. That's yeah, it's not dealing with that's not dealing with game mechanics. But that you see it works. I feel I would want them to do the RE treatment. If you just can't play playing it safe, that's probably on the on the the, the what the selling chart the the their best probably the safest way. Um, I mean, am I gonna I buy it? It can't be full price if that's the case. I'm not buying the full price. One thing I've one thing I've realized, bro, like, and it goes back to our previous conversations. Different studios, different companies, they show their level of competition in different ways. Because you know, sometimes, like, yes, you know, this makes sense to them, or or to you, to me. But then, like I said, if they have a quota of you know, in terms of sales that they want to reach, and if they're reaching it, then they are happy. Mm -hmm. They don't care what comments you say. I think that's yeah, a good point, overall, Because oh, overall, there is a market that is showing that, yes, even when we do bad, we're still doing good. Mm -hmm. And that's where I said, bro, the dollar determines everything. And yes, yeah. this is a new generation. Oh. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, this mm -hmm. is a new generation, man. New. But so I, yeah, I, like, you know... I was going to say that's a good point because um, the thing that I, I find interesting um, and, and when it comes to some of these legacy Japanese companies, right, is like it, it looks like, uh, you know, I, I talk a lot about on, on this podcast about the, the, the unspoken Japanese pride, right, and how they, they uh, their pride can sometimes aid them in some ways and hold them back in some ways. And when you look at legacy acts like Capcom, like Konami, like Sega, Recently, it looks like Sega has been wanting some respect put on their name again. They're really seeming to look to to want to try again with their IPs and really kind of like, yo, Sega's cranking out some quality. Um, whereas Konami, I do wonder, is it something where, yes, again, they have these really good IPs that they that they just have, and I wonder if there is this their 
soft attempt at the Sega approach of like, hey, we want to kind of remind people that we do have dope games, or is it just like we just want to make more money? You know, like that's the thing that I, it's it's hard for me to kind of determine with them. And I feel personally with this collections rollout is it's already setting up a bad taste for Delta. Mm. And I'm just gonna be real because now we're not in the atmosphere. We've already gotten Cyberpunk. We've gotten many other games I can mention that did not do the best um, redesign. We got the Resident Evil 4 because we got that Resident Evil 3. Mm-hmm. And if Delta does that, I just don't see... Um, and this collection is, is... I don't think this collection is so- soaring in sales um, because of... It doesn't uh, seem that way, at least. yeah. You know, because of what's happening. We, we're still in that environment to where everybody's waiting to see how you're going to treat their their crown jewel and if we see that we see that this effort's being placed in you're like you know what i just played resident Evil 4 and uh they got the ada wong dlc was actually pretty phenomenal um he's coming off of that resident evil high he knows that's resident evil 4 why isn't this getting that treatment this is not the same team that did four the creator of the original resident evil 4 is no longer with konami so this could be done You get what I'm saying? And it could be done. And they did a, a great job. So it's it's you just you have to make sure you just find the people that can do it. Let's look at Spider-Man. Who thought we who thought we would have got gotten the Spider-Man that we got? Or the or, God of War that we got. Yeah, or I was David say, Jaffe's not there anymore. Or even I was gonna say Where there's a will, if you look at the Fantasy Seven remake, part of the reason why that works so well is they brought in fans of the original game. Kids who grew up got into game development and was like, we would love to make the lore of this game that we grew up with even better. And look what it did. It's it, it, it and for me, Konami, there's no way you see the Pachenko machine cutscenes and and tell me that that inception. <laughs> It's better than what we're getting in Delta. Yeah. (laughs) You can't tell me because that seems to capture more of the modern feel between five and and between three that and what five presented to us. So it's I I, I, that's why I can't I can't accept it because I've seen too much. I've seen what people do when they care about a project. They wind mm. up making it better. I've seen. Look at look at all these Dark Souls clowns. Now you got a game that I didn't even know was gonna come out of nowhere. These Dark Souls. Um, I said Dark Souls clowns, but <laughs> clones. But the not, lies of P. Also not inaccurate. But go. <laughs> yeah, the lies of P. The lies of P. I, I'm I'm shocked. People are talking about I am the, the game of the year contender. Mm. I am shocked. You know. Because mm-hmm. I played the demo and it was pretty, it was like, yo, this is actually um, flavorful mm-hmm. compared to Lord of the Fallen. And um, <laughs> these, yeah, because I mean, you can just, just stop, man, guys. Just stop copying. Just add a jump button. It's okay to do combos, man. It's okay. I'm not trying to. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. I don't care, man. It's still, it's still I, a don't care. Game. I, I, I guess, don't care. I guess. I guess. But back we to Delta. On, yeah. Like before we move yeah. on with Delta, um, is there anything that you guys feel like? Say, for example, if they were to take a creative risk um, with reintroducing Delta um, to the 
the modern day masses. Is there anything that you would be okay with them trying, even if it fails, just for the sake of innovation? Or what would be the thing? Changing like? the terrain. Hmm. Changing the terrain, making oh. it open world, making it more of a. I'm, when I say open world, it could be. We say no, but we say no because we've seen the worst of. There are things we can find that we've played before that does it right. It doesn't have to be super massive. It could probably be, it could have value. Right? Yeah. So not too big, but mostly um, with the details. You can treat it like, because um, all you have to do is just treat it like it has dungeons. Because Metal Gear Solid, when you think about it, it's dungeons. When we play two, when we play four, just different terrain. Just treat it like a treat, treat it like a dungeon, like a Final Fantasy dungeon run. When you do with the military games, it's easier to do because they actually have formations. They have routes to run. They have uh you have things. What what are those things that fly in the sky? Are they in part three? I don't think they're in three. But you got the dogs. The dogs can uh, present a challenge. Uh the jungle terrain. The alligators, the live animals there, the tree frogs. You can make this open world. When we say we don't like open world, it's because we've seen the worst of it. They can make this work. It's an empty world that, that's, that doesn't work. So we take that off. Don't make it empty. Make the AI functional. The AI from five, let's see if we can implement them in here. Well, the then, movement that he... Well, Joe, yeah, well, Joe we still have, we're still in the early phases of Delta, bro. We still haven't really seen what the environment actually does in terms oh, of Oh, it's the same. As soon as I seen it, it's the same. No, but Jory, you can't go based off that, bro. It's, it was just a slideshow from one environment to the next, and he does like two-step movements. We didn't really actually see actual interaction. So on that aspect, you can't really say that it's still one for one. Now, the changes that I would like to see, I do feel we need more of you know, the player movements like Wood 5, like how Big Boss moved, I do feel that would add some good dynamic to it. But it's just, but the other aspects of like the open world or the hub world, that's still fairly early, bro. We still have not really seen the fullness it's, of what it is. They showed you in the trailer for Delta the most iconic levels, the bridge. The guy is still at the same spot in the original game. Okay. The tree, the tree hanging with the parachute. The tree is exactly same, exactly, okay. okay. but just rendered well. That's not yeah. good. That's so but one. No, but no, you, one. but you, but you mentioned uh, the alligators and stuff. You still haven't seen how that incorporates yet, bro. That, yeah, but no, you, but it, it, what do you mean? If 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 I'm getting the same board, if I'm playing the same, if I got the same Monopoly board, just with better graphics, do not pass go is one, two, three, four squares away. But guess what? Somebody's going to buy it, bro. And that's what I keep trying to tell you. Like, yes, you're angry about certain aspects. And yes, to a certain degree, I am too. But then it's that the figure is this is still something new to somebody, which could be their crown jewel. And you got to understand that duality, bro. It's like, yes, like I do want to see how the animals work because I do feel that would be a very big detail. Because you remember, or even. The parts about where he used to get hurt, like your limbs, and you had to bandage yourself, and 
you know, how do you kill animals for food? Like, yes, if those things are very, I would say, and I'll say like this, very PS2, then yes, this is not a collection that I'm really, that I, as a legacy fan, don't care for. So I will pass it. But a newcomer is not going to give a fuck about that. And I'm sorry for Griff, but yeah, you know. <laughs> I mean, censors. <laughs> we got censors. We will agree to disagree, man. I mean, I see that. I see what you're saying, but then I, the, uh, there's gonna be the echo of like, oh, yo, it's not better than the first one. I don't care. It's not better than the first one. I don't care. It's not better than the first one. I don't care. It's not better than the first one. <laughs> and that's gonna be the duality, bro. That's simply right, what it well. is. But is I guess, and I don't want to, because we do have more other topics. But I'm like, I is that. Uh, is that necessarily the goal these days with some of these remakes and reapproaches, right? Because the way I look at, for example, uh, Resident Evil Four remake, I from again outside looking in, it looked like to me that hey, we had some uh, either unfinished or unfleshed out ideas from the original run of RE Four. We want to, you know, now that we've kind of expanded on this universe and expanded on these characters, we want to give a more fleshed out experience within this timeline. Of the game you just you just said the key game. you just said the keyword expansion because first of all the an- the animated movies are a prime example of that look how they've rendered their whole new designs to a certain mm-hmm. degree and when they introduced the remake of two that showed you yes they're trying to expand on these things to be honest is Konami trying to expand on the Metal Gear universe? We don't know. It doesn't know. seem like, yeah, it doesn't seem like No, it doesn't seem like it because, <laughs> like, because first of all, like, yes, like, you know, Capcom has showed that in different properties, which, you know, goes back to our past conversations about different forms of media. We have the animated, we have the animated movies. We realize, yeah, the live action ones, you guys hated that. So now we've moved on to what you really like, animation, where Chris Redfield and them, they could do Matrix moves all day and you won't care. You're just going to laugh at it and you're going to like it. And yes, you know, we made official remakes with those same renders that you actually do like, and now you could play it in the game. Mm. So yes, the yeah. multi, like how you said, the expansion, the multiple medias. We haven't seen anything. Yes, you know, we're still saying like, oh, Metal Gear Solid movie. Well, guess what, bro? That hasn't surfaced yet, so we don't even know what is fluff or not. It's done, bro. Yeah, yeah. With that, I, I didn't hear about. And that. I think the casting is the casting is. I don't think the casting is the the greatest, but no, nothing, nothing against Oscar Isaac, but you know, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. The man can act. You know, that's that's half. Sometimes that's half the battle. He just doesn't. He, he just doesn't look the part, man. I'd rather you you hire Clint Eastwood's son. <laughs> I don't know. Acting is half the battle. There's a reason why we love Samuel Jackson and all those terrible movies he's been in. You know, that's, like that's, 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 that's like that's the dark magician, man. Like you can't just say that. Like it's not gonna matter. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying. Like, I, I think sometimes, like, well, you know, we won't get too off topic, but I think sometimes there is something to be said about the delivery of something. Of like, there's there's something endearing about Sam Samuel on on uh, Snakes on the Plane. I can't put my finger on it. I can I can make my way to the movie when he's giving his monologues. I, I don't know what or deep blue know, sea or or deep blue sea or like yeah, or something about sea. it. Yeah. Well, but, yeah. Okay. Well, you know, obviously we'll be approaching this more in the future as we get more and more gameplay details of of you know 
what to expect and what it's looking like or or not looking like uh, when it comes to the Metal Gear. I was just, you know, I, I wanted to make sure you two guys are here to discuss, you know, what it's been looking like for you guys so far as Konami tries to put their foot back in the water of, hey, by the way, we make games too. Um, <laughs> but uh, moving on to the next topic, speaking of games being made, uh, fellas, there's been another, yet another in one of the, again, mostly widely accepted best gaming years in a while and absolutely the best gaming year post COVID um, where it, it's a, it's, we're now a multi-billion dollar industry that we're looking at with video games where Bungie has announced a, a round of layoffs and they're just one of many companies this year who have laid off teams of people and groups of people. And, you know, they wake up to an email on Monday morning of, hey, we've decided to kind of go separate ways and things like that. And there's been the controversy of how they were let go and things of that nature. So, you know, a lot of the discourse we've been seeing online lately is how is it that this how that the video game industry is making more money than it's ever been? It's probably on track to either equal or surpass the movie industry in terms of revenue. And there's just layoffs and layoffs and layoffs. Um, and now you're starting to see some of the same arguments that we saw in the movie industry where it's like, how is it that Disney is laying off so-and-so and such-and-such with the CEO is bringing home this amount this year, right? You look at some of these companies, like this company laid off so-and-so and such-and-such, but they're netting, you know, this amount. And I didn't see any layoffs from the CEO down. No, everyone on that team is intact, right? So before we even kind of get into some of the intricacies of that, how do you guys feel about um, just just the layoffs in general, whether it be for Bungie or otherwise, like what are your thoughts of what's been kind of echoing through the industry? It's it's the same thing as the movies. Um, corp- the corporations, the heads of the corporations, they're taking most of the proceeds, bro. That's mm. what it is. It's that. It's that. Um. It's it's that. It's it's just that that Who's cycle. Wall Street, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just that. Yeah, it's that cycle of the world, as you can really see it. That you know they're the ones. Basically, you know they're cannibalizing the poor. You know they're mm. cannibalizing their workers because you know, for example, you know, you go to a job, you know, you basically pay. Oh, your your job offers like, oh, here's our health care package, but bro, I technically I'm the one who's paying for this. Mm. Or then you get there, oh, the copay only covers this much, so you technically, yeah, so my job is cutting my checks, and I'm basically still coming out of pocket here, so basically I'm being charged twice. Yeah, and. That is that is how the capitalist um, wheel works, bro. And you know, it's very sad because I I would have thought that more people's jobs would have been secure, especially as this digital future is being pushed. Because mm-hmm. now, you know, games have much more longer longevity. So yes, you do need the team on board. You know, look how many Destiny packs we've gotten and resold packages we've gotten. I was like, bro, they getting another expansion, bro. Like, like, look at Fortnite. Fortnite, for example, has done almost every crossover known to man right now, except for us. Yeah. Oh, Tim, Jory, and Anthony are in the game. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Yeah. I'll be fine that day, boy. <laughs> oh my gosh, dog, that's funny, bro. Yeah. No, but that's, that's, that's basically what it is, bro. It's like, coming. <laughs> yeah, it's like you don't you don't have to look far, bro. It's capitalism. It's, it's mm. capitalism, but th- that's yeah, a, like 
that's the thing I guess that that has me confused. Of like, you've seen how like like Tim, you gave me a great example of the cannibalization of we've seen the cannibalization of the music industry, right? Where music artists talking about how they're not making anything on music anymore, right? Because the the labels and everything are eating up all the profits from the streams. You look at the film industry where you know me as an actor and just actors in general, everyone's on strike. The writers just got off strike because these CEOs need their year end bonus. Where we're all you know. The, the conversation about, oh, what what's what is a stream worth really? Well, it's worth something because someone's clearing a pretty big check. Everyone but us. And now it's like the thing that kind of like I have a hard time, I guess, coming to terms with is like it's not something where, you know, obviously things in history repeat themselves over and over. Everything's pretty cyclical. But it's like we're not too far. Like we're watching the active collapse of the film industry before our eyes every week. And it's like for the video game industry to now kind of have all this growth and then kind of repeat almost tactic for tactic, these collapsing industries, it's like, why would you do that? Why? Like you said, you're, you're the most, you're probably the most digital proof market out of the three. And you're still, you know, incorporating these, 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 uh, these age old tactics that don't work it- when it comes to companies. Perhaps for me, I always believe it just comes down. We got the wrong people in power, man. Mm. And I hate to sound that way because it just doesn't make any sense when you see uh, when when there's a creator involved, like a Kojima, you see the turnaround, right? When there's a oh, go ahead, Tim. Jory has a very excellent point, and to compound on that is also, bro. You know, they prey on people's survival, bro. Because yes, you know. They could lay off as many people as they can today. But guess what you see tomorrow? That that job um, now open in sight for a new project. And guess you know how many people are going to plunder that aren't going to go run straight into that? Thousands. Mm. At a lower because they rate, pray, less benefits. They pr- mm. Yeah, they pray, they pray on that survival, Sheesh. man. It's like, you know, and we all know it, guys. You know, we've all had min- minimum wage jobs. We know it. We know it. They prey on that survival, bro, because they, they, with in their mindset, it's like, well, well, I hold all the chips. You come in, you serve for an hour or two. This is what you get, or you put in the hours, and this is what your this is what your salary looks like, because yes, cost of food, cost of living, cost of everything, and then that's what, it's kind of like, well, you don't have the startup to go make your own company, so where are you gonna go? And this is the field that you want, like, you know, especially like somebody like, you know, Jory, who's an artist. Jory's looking for work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, Anthony, you're looking for work. You're, you're an actor. Both of you guys have the titles already. There's no d- degree for your titles. Like, no, you already have it. Mm-hmm. But then the thing about it is you need work. And that's where like they feel they hold all the chips. It's like, ah, yeah, you make a very point, bro. Yes, you are the most digital roof. Why are you doing this? It's greed, man. It's capitalism and greed. Out of touch with how things work, uh, wrong people in power. And to say that, oh, what's your evidence for this? Well, obviously, nobody's, nothing's being built to where it's working efficiently and fair. Mm. Not that, not that you, not, not, it, yeah, there's not, there's no efficiency, right? There's no improvement of the system. We're still using 1947 tactics. 
1940 sable sale pitch. Uh, what's that? What's the uh, what's the movie? Glenn Glory, where uh, I don't know if you ever seen that movie, Mm-mm. where um, Alec Baldwin comes in, A B A B always be no A B C always be closing. He plays a very polarizing character, and he kind of schools everybody who's trying to make sales and to why he makes sales. You know what this watch is? This watch, this this watch right here costs more than your entire life. You know, like and he goes in there, and it's like he sets him straight. We're not using, we don't need these things anymore. We don't need to use these systems anymore. They don't work. They don't work well, right? Mm-hmm. So when uh, whenever we're comparing a stream, I'm like, there's a difference between somebody waiting two hours in line to buy your album versus a kid accidentally clicking on your video because he wants to watch your Gabba Gabba by an accident. And it just so happens to happen. And you count that as, man, I'm the That's most win artist. Mm-hmm. That's not a win. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no cognitive intent of me being present with your music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So... I just think that's what I I think because whenever you see it's a creative at power, everybody wins almost automatically. It's it's a balance. There's an environment. Yeah, it's It's a a balance. balance. Yeah, it's a balance because there's a more of a. You know, hey, let's see somebody else make something. I want to see somebody else make something. Let's see what you got, and then there you go. But yeah. You know, it's not an area of my expertise, but that's basically what I can think of off the top of my head. Well, no, I I think there's some truth to that, right? I think going back to, like you said, the practice of the 1940s, right? And again, I think the best best comparison is is the film industry. How many years, guys, when we were growing up, did you come across, especially in the 2000s, where you'd have a movie where it'd be um, White House Down, right, in in March, and then, like, uh, a... Uh, um, uh, Olympus has fallen in fall in the same year, right? So we're like we're having two White House terrorist movies in the same year. Why both invaded by Koreans? <laughs> you know, like it, it's something where like you see one yeah. studio like, hey, this seems to be popular right now. Let's do this. Another studio is like, let's do that. Or even to make it on a more uh, uh, um, recognizable stature. Remember what happened when the rumors of like, hey, uh, Marvel's considering doing Civil War, Captain America versus Iron Man. What does DC do? Batman versus Superman, the formation of the Justice League. We're gonna we're gonna do that and make it even better, right? We're like, you didn't ha- you didn't have to do that. You don't have to no. make your now your own verses of your superheroes. Yeah. But yeah. you're seeing yeah. the numbers. You're like like you said, you're seeing the clicks technically of like well they just sold a bajillion gajillion of captain america and he's not even the most famous character we gotta do that versus well let's go with what works let's take the approach of somebody who really loves these characters you know man of steel was pretty good let's figure out how to make it better the dark knight series sold uh, you know like girl scout cookies let's figure out how to improve on that formula rather than let's you know let's let's trudge out our, our three biggest box office draws in one uh hastily throwing together movie Right. And we're starting to see this where it's like what you said, um, Tim and Joy, right? With the greed aspect, the the outdated practices of now, it's just affecting your team's livelihood. Because, you know, a lot of these things were like, oh, a lot of it seems to stem from this latest expansion pack not doing as well as they expected. Well, that speaks to the bigger problem of the industry of like, hey, this live service model clearly does not work. You guys keep trying to make it happen and it does not work 
the first couple of years of Destiny and Destiny 2, an anomaly. Fortnite is an anomaly. If, if in, the, in the history of live service games, if only two of them come to mind, it doesn't work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the takeaway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If only two names, uh, then two games come to mind, that means it did not work. Marvel's Avengers did not work. Um, you can keep going through the list of games of like it's a whoa. games as a service yeah. does not work. Um, we can you know there's a couple of the reasons why I th- I think for me I, I get that it it can be uh, a bit of a head scratcher. I think in in my brain you would have to establish the the trust and reputation with the audience, right? So Tim, for example, last week when the Jordan and I were talking about Spider Man and people were talking about like oh they're disappointed that there wasn't a multiplayer component. Well, I'm like, well, if they were ever to do Spider Knights, for example, right? Like a, um, a co-op based spinoff, they have a little bit more trust in that IP because they've already established with the audience that they know how to make a quality Spider-Man game, right? So if they want to add live service elements to a game, people are more willing to jump up on the limb with them because they've already proven to know how to put together a competent game versus a game like Destiny versus a game like Fortnite versus a game like my hero academia ultra rumble where it's like i don't know i don't have enough confidence in this ip other than the name to know that you guys know how to make a great game that i want to play for the next four years of my life why would i do that why would i you know i'm saying why would i want to play suicide squad kill the justice league from a a company that is known for making phenomenal phenomenal single player adventure games why would i do that that doesn't make any sense they have shown no track record of making fire live service games why would I want to play that and buy that at top dollar? And that is the reason why when people were asking what is the next IP Rocksteady should do, I said Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Because, and, I, and I meant the comic version of Ninja Turtles because you have mm-hmm. the gritty world. And, you know, like I said, bro, Ninja Turtles, like especially the, the PS2 era beat-em-ups, bro, that is very easy to implement, bro. Very, very easy to implement. Like, especially once you get the king, the camera angles right in order, bro. Like, yes, it will have to be hub world-ish from time mm-hmm. to time. Like, you know how, like, Arkham City, like, yes, it was technically a hub world that you could traverse. I feel like you could do that with multiple turtles. And I do feel like, you know, since they don't really do those super acrobatic type of things like the bat people do, I feel like it would have been much more easier to do. Like, almost like... Like a Grand Theft Auto, like, hey, wait for me. Let me get in the car alongside with you. I feel like there was ways to expand upon that. But I do feel the thing about um, Ninja Turtles is, is like, at least you know, like, yes, they're going to have different fighting styles, but there's still a lot of similarities between them. I felt like when it came to the Suicide Squad game, bro, you picked four very, very, very distinct characters. Yes. Like Uh, Iron Man. Hulk. No. Can, should I go on? No, Suicide Squad. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean like Iron the, Man? The character types. Oh, okay. Deathstroke. <laughs> Deadshot. Hulk. Mm. King Shark. King Shark. King Shark. Gotcha. Let's go. Let's go. Gotcha. Uh, Captain Boomerang. Gotcha. Hawkeye. Mm. Yeah. So why, why did you think this was going to work with DC characters? Ah, because there's no Thor. Good. Understood. <laughs> I, uh, I guess Ca- uh, Harley Quinn of Captain America with a bat. 
Yeah. Slash, <laughs> slash uh, Black Widow. <laughs> you know, right. like. So, like, and then it's like, bro, like, the moment that I saw it, it was almost like, it was basically, yeah, like, very Fortnite-ish type of mechanics. And I was like, bro, like, no. Yeah, I'm like, yo, this Sunset Overdrive skins, right? Like, <laughs> No, that's exactly what it was. Like, what, what <laughs> am, I'm like, uh, and they fighting Ivan Ooze? Oh, nah, yeah. man. Nah, yeah, yeah. Like, what is, that's, because, because. Yeah, no, but that's the that's that's the whole and that's my whole thing. I'm like, why again? We're we're seeing these things where, in this year of gaming, right, where when a game is done well, completely devoid of life of of live service elements, it flies off the shelves. Spider Man Two sold two like two million copies in forty eight hours. An offline one player game, two million copies. Tears of the Kingdom, flying off the shelves. Baldur's Gate Three is rumor is rumored to win Game of the Year based off of it. it's it's it may not, but, but I'm just I'm no, just no. talking about in terms of like what's being offered. None of those I games I just listed. Act? I'm, all I'm, <laughs> yeah. My point is yeah, yeah. none of those games are live you. service games, right? And they're yeah. just they're selling, they're selling, they're selling. People can't wait to get it in their hands. It's it's like it's almost like they want to find a way of like. Well, you know, what other way is there to make money besides just making a great game? It's like, just make a great game. People will buy it. Microtransactions, bro. They want, that's the whole purpose of live service. Oh, skins, $5. But I feel like you can do microtransactions with games that sell well. And I think they're trying to. Or am I, am I naive? Mass- no, because I, I, when it comes to single player games that do very, very well, and this is the formula one story one to two one to three story expansions and that's it and then resell it as a complete edition that's usually the formula because that's what happened with spider-man one oh here's the the um you know the season packs or the uh the three story packs and then you know they sold it off at again and then they made the ps4 enhanced version where they changed some of the character models boom Oh, and then, you know, for an extra surprise, oh, here's the the prologue story for part two that's not, but then it's technically with a whole new character that we're going to sell you for Christmas. But the, it worked. The, 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 <laughs> the which they call standalone. Yes. Um, but, but it worked. Yeah, it worked. It worked. I, think, it worked. I think they want what MMOs get. Yes. That's what they mm. want because MM like an MMO is an online service. It works. True, 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 true. World of Warcraft dominated probably half of our lives. We didn't play it, but we seen it in every Game Informer magazine, <laughs> every Xbox magazine, every Nintendo magazine. Even though, like, I, I'm I'm exaggerating, but no, you're not though. It, it, it was there. <laughs> no, you're we, not. How many how many it commercials did we see with World mm-hmm. of Warcraft? I hated that game, but I know all the characters. I know that elf girl with the purple skin is an an evil girl. I know that knight with the lion head is from this paladin class. I know without me trying to know. Mm -hmm. They see that it works. Yeah. And then look, MMOs are starting to expand to other properties and media. Because look for, look at um, League of Legends with Arcane, bro. Arcane, I boohoo cried at the end of season one. Mm. Boohoo cried, bro. Like, that was one of the most deepest animes that I've watched. 
on mm. Netflix. And yes, like you know, they're, 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 and, and that's why a lot of them they're linking up with Netflix. They're linking up with Prime for these different properties, bro. But then, like how you, how George just said, they want to be like MMOs, bro. Because to, to to be honest, bro, like I, I I'm gonna call it now, bro. We're gonna get a Call of Duty anime very soon. Based off not after three. No, but oh, like, yeah, like huh. based off what though? I mean, you're not wrong. You're probably right. I'm sure it's being greenlit somewhere. But I'm like, but how would that even work? Based off what? Modern Warfare Two storyline. You, you know, you can't. You know the reason why it w- it won't work because Metal Gear Solid is out there, and and that's just me being extreme, because Metal Gear's world is more interesting than a, and they tried to make an open world. Metal Gear Solid, like, not Metal Gear Solid, but Call of Duty-like game. We had, it was called Ghost Recon. But that's... And but, it was trash. But that's... Then they had, they had, what's the other game where we, everybody was out, uh, live games as a service, where you had the little the AK-47s. What was it? What was it called? In the Call of Duty franchise? Warzone? No. No, it was in Warzone. It's a third-person shooter. PUBG? Not PUBG. Mm. Live game. Games as a service game. Yeah, Mm -mm. Um, yes, it's the game where you're in New York City and it's like a run down New York City, but it's no zombies. It's just you versus other PMC factions and you're trying to survive, get resources. It was like a loot loot shooter. Tom, it was a Tom Clancy game? Either Tom Clancy, I just said Ghost Recon, The The Division. Thank you. Mm. Yeah, I just I don't see how it's gonna work because the division let us down in so many ways, and then um, you have that, then you have um, I don't. It's just not gonna. It's not gonna work. I don't see how it's gonna work. We get mm. it. We get an anime. Where's it gonna go? It's not gonna boost the sales of Metal Gear, um, Call of Duty. Call of Duty because this Call of Duty run wasn't the greatest. I it think because they tried to quite some time. If we're being they, and then you go over to modern warfare, which is your greatest in the franchise, but don't do anything modern warfare like and expand on it. So I'm not I don't want to see Price's face. I don't want a movie game. Hmm. The metal um I keep saying Metal Gear Solid. Call of Duty was so unique because they kept you were drawn in because you stayed first person. You saw the characters you played in last mission as they helped you. The fact that they never allowed me to see their face kept me locked in the game. And it gave a uniqueness, a mysteriousness, a wanting to know these characters. Mm-hmm. The way they shot, that's why I believe uh, Resident Evil 8 worked so well. We never saw Ethan's face. Everything was done the way it was. That's why 7 worked so well. Everything was a, a personal shot, up close and personal. That's and why also- 8 did well. And it also increased the horror elements. Exactly. And it, for for what you're doing with Call of Duty, it'll increase the action elements. But I think they're when out, ghosts, they, they might have been out of ideas. Yeah. That's, I, that, I think we're starting to see the uh, 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 franchise that's creatively that's spent. Yeah, but that's, that's what but, you get. You try you, Every year? Mm-hmm. But had you released all of those games within <laughs> decades, you would have been okay right now, guys. Yeah. Yeah, but but that I guess like that's why the thing, and we can move on after this. But like that's I think that's the thing that always has me scratching my head, coming back to these these layoffs and these things, and and it's and you know the whole thing of like every almost every almost every company wants to focus more on the games as a service. It's like you've seen it with these franchises that make 
millions upon millions. After a while, people just want to play something else. It's the natural desire of a gamer. It it doesn't mean that the game is trash, right? I'm sure most of those Destiny 2 expansions are good for the genre they're in. But we've also been seeing that game since, what, 2019? It's 2023. There's other really good games out there. It's It's a little almost egotistical to assume that I'm going to continue to play your game five, six, seven, eight years in. I mean, you look at Xenoverse 2, they're they are at they're scraping the bottom of that barrel of DLC characters. They don't know what to do. Oh man, but that those, those that's a freak audience, man. Well <laughs> the anime the anime <laughs> audience is different, but you but you get what I'm saying? I'm like I'm like even yeah. in the anime audience is like, yo, can we get Xenoverse? Can we do some Xenoverse freak something? Oh, man. Because it's just it's one of those things where it's just like at a certain point, it's like I even though I enjoyed my time with this game. I need to move on. In oh, a, no. in a year like this, where Starfield is out, Tears of the Kingdom is out, Spider Man Two is out, Super Mario Brothers Wonder U is out. Why? Why do you think that I would sit here and play your one game for the rest of the year? There are times when I forget, and I mean this as somebody who enjoyed these games for the most part. I forgot Jedi Survivor came out at this point. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That I like yeah. the. the, the the idea of like, and it, it wasn't a bad game. It's like this idea of like, you think I'm going to hold on to this game for a and year, you, you know one, what? two, and three? Why? You, and then, yeah, you're right. And then now that Alan Wake is 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 waking up a whole nother storm, talking about this, the Silent Hill, we should have got, or the, uh, the PT demo we should have got years ago. This is exactly what I wanted. Control was another phenomenal game that they mm. made. So, they're they're like knocking it out of the park, and as, um, a, and now, as a gamer, you're yeah. like, I want to yeah. go play that. Yeah, I want to go play that. Mm-hmm. I just, it's yeah. it's you know, I think to to kind of wrap this section part up, but like it it's unfortunate to the people who've lost their jobs. I'm sure they're creative, talented people. Um, thankfully, again, it is a billion dollar industry. I'm, I'm sure their talents will carry them somewhere into uh, ideally, uh, you know. Even better position. We're all crossing our fingers that whoever decided to do all these creative things for volition, please end up somewhere dope. You know, like there's there's certain things where like some of this reorganization within industry, I think, can lead to an unexpected surprise. It's just unfortunate where again, this is a comp, this is a, a entertainment industry that is thriving, even in the midst of a recession, even in the midst of inflation like we've never seen, still turning up numbers. People putting their pennies together to go buy Spider-Man 2 day one. You know, it, 70 it, it's bucks. 70 bucks before 70 tax. Bucks before tax. So, you know, it's a, it's, it's a, an industry where I'm like, you guys are still seeing profits when a lot of places aren't. And it's just, I, I, I would hate to have another medium of entertainment that I enjoy so much slip away because of moronic or what seems to be moronic business practices. You know, we don't want to have something where it's just like, well, you get one good game every good generation now because they just they they can't monetize it or or, or uh, microtransaction as Tim said we don't want it. But speaking of microtransactions, ah, segue, segue, segue. Mortal Kombat One fellas gave us the Halloween pack in which you could get a season based in the spirit of Halloween fatality for everybody for the low affordable price. 
of $12. How do we feel? Yeah, to be honest, I kind of felt <laughs> like, you know, yes, you know, the rollout of characters was good, but I'm starting to feel like that was just it. Because now it's just the fullness of the game is really, I feel like I'm at the point where like, yeah, I think I'll probably buy this after the first season DLC is out. Because like after what you showed me with the story is like, bro, like Quan Chi and Ermac are in the game, bro. In the game, and yeah, and the multitude and the the yeah, I get it. It's it's by choice. You don't have to buy them, but it's like, but what makes you think that would slide? Yeah. And not only that, it, it's it's with something to me. I feel like with the with this particular announcement, it's like you have these things where right now Mortal Kombat One doesn't really have that many offline options. It's kind of a in uh, the. Maybe not as bad as Street Fighter Six, but kind of adjacent of like if you're not playing online, there's not much for you to do in this game. You know, and and Mortal Kombat, at least uh, in these past generation cycles, have always been fairly good at having like, hey, if you don't want to hop online in the competitive scene, here's a list of offline content that you can do that's very enjoyable. And Mortal Kombat One seems a little bit more bare bones, and like you said, Tim, it's just like. Okay, I don't see a full roster at jump. I'm not seeing anything content-wise that isn't related to more online fighting. What am I sticking around for unless I really just enjoy playing this game? I've even seen people start to walk back their takes about how much they were dishing on 11. I'm like, finally, <laughs> my time has come. <laughs> this hate was unwarranted. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yes, I mean... To be honest, even Street Fighter, like after what they did with that, that Ninja Turtle DLC, a lot of people are looking at Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter the same way. It's like, well, yeah, well, Street Fighter, your story wasn't really that good. But it's like, oh, but here's these Ninja Turtle costumes. Mm-hmm. For a hundred bucks. Oh, yeah, here, here's Rashid and Aki. <laughs> here's Rashid and Aki. Don't, don't forget, Ed and Akuma are on their way. Yeah, this is the second time we're paying for Ed and Akuma, by the way. Mm-hmm. Whoops, did we leak some concept art for some additional costume packs? Silly us. Like, oh boy, here we go. It's Street Fighter 4 all over again. <laughs> for me. So, I mean I mean as much as you know, as much people gave heat, like, oh Tekken just slowed down. But it looked like Tekken might be the most faithful. Ah, which is you know, that's a compilation of like how that's we've completely sick, yeah. 180 hard. 180, boy. <laughs> we were like, we were all like, yo, Tekken, I don't know how they're going to hold up compared to what we've been seeing with the previews. And now, in the year, it's like. Nah, what? Right after that, them beta tests, them people, <laughs> oh, them Tekken players. Yeah. Yeah. And then we see, we seen the leak for Tekken Force. There was a leak for oh, Tekken man, Force? Oh, man, yeah. Oh, yeah. You see it? Nah. Oh, it's done. It's a, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. They, they, Lars is doing his little pose. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. The, these character drops that they dropped, um, but like, you know, back to before we even go, we, we go haywire. Um, the OCP president, that's the villain, the Robocop, is making these decisions, guys. Just, just accept it, man. Uh, just accept it because well, uh, I mean, I mean, when I say just accept it, I mean like, 
we 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 know it's not Ed Boon's uh, desire, um, right? Right. You know, guess, we know it's not Ed Boon's he desire. Has to save face and make it seem better than it is for sure. Well, yeah, he's um, right. Yeah, Tekken Force um leaked. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yes. So they bring him back Tekken Force. They bring him back Tekken Ball. They bring in Bolin that you don't and, have to pay and, for. And 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 and. And, and, the netcode isn't as bad, which means that it's still in the test run because they weren't expecting, well, they, they had a control, but it's more of a server issue, but from what people were playing, satisfactory. Okay. Did not. You know people were experiencing. Yeah. Did not expect that. Um. Okay, I mean we could we could yeah. move with the Tekken, but I guess in terms of Mortal Kombat, uh, I want to ask a question, guys. Sure. With all that we've been playing, I have to say that I feel like because of the overall endings of a lot of games and certain nonsensical decisions have hurt people's desire to get the game as soon as possible. Do you agree? Because I'm gonna name a list. Yes and no. Let's go. Let's okay. Yes and no. Okay, because after finding out with Jedi Fallen Order, what happens? I'm not as eager to play it. Okay. I can. Okay. Okay. After finding out what happens in Mortal Kombat, since we're fresh on it, I can wait. (laughs) Okay. I can wait. After finding out. What happens in uh, give me something else that came out this year? Because oh, well, I bought it already, but when Final I did Fantasy buy it, 16. Final Fantasy 16, I can wait. Fair, 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 fair. When I found out, give me another game. We, we, we've been playing games that we forgot about, and we forgot about them because when we found out what happens, we said, What? How much you cost? We can wait. Tim's saying, "Hey, uh, wait till uh, you know uh, the expansion pack come." Uh, that's not good. That's but, not good. But the reason why I say yes and no is like it could also easily be because of the roster. Why Tim says you're gonna wait? Because oh, how I look at it is like to Tim, like how Tim has been bringing it up. It's it's you have these partially, not not even partially, mostly completed characters. That are DLC that we're not getting until next year, and it's like, wh- why couldn't you just have launched with a roster of twenty four characters? What was the problem? Yeah, why Omni Man trailer did not help, dog. But I'm that's sorry. but that's what I'm saying. Like I thought it's a yes Man. and no because it's like yes, we are all us three. We all enjoy offline single player content in our fighting games, but it, at the end of the day, it is a fighting game, right? So that's the reason why we can enjoy Marvel vs. Capcom, even though there hasn't been a single storyline that's made sense in any of those games. Because it's a fighting game. We just enjoy playing as the characters. So for me, it, with Mortal Kombat, it was a roster issue. Um, I even got Street Fighter Six on a really good sale. And I'm like, I probably could have still waited, to be honest. 18 <laughs> characters is not enough, yo. It's not. It's not. Not for. I mean, I didn't buy it for $70, but I can imagine buying it for $70 and being like, mm, this is not enough people. It's, it's 50 mind you, for us. Mind you, bro, I didn't buy Street Fighter Five. Until the fourth DLC pack. 
Sheesh. Yeah. I mean, but that's that that one that one is a little, you know. It, it, well, yeah, five. Look what well, it lost to it. That, that's five was so caliber five. You got to <laughs> download with, the story with, mode in that looks, game. It's, that, that's yeah. a little. <laughs> that story, and that story mode was kindergarten. <laughs> Dog. Oh, but, the fall of the fall of Shadowloo. Oh my goodness! Though. And then you had Zombie the Charlie, and then <laughs> and then now now Aki getting the fame curse now. It, yeah, Aki's cool, but uh, yeah, I, I think it has yeah. more so to do with what we've seen a lot more this year. Um, to your point, Jory, before we get into Tekken proper, is like I think we're starting to see of what exactly does seventy dollars warrant this year. When I need to buy a game, a current gen game at full price, what am I paying for really? Because if I'm not having a, a satisfying story with a satisfying ending, if I'm not having a roster with characters that I want to play as all the time, if I'm not having something that makes me want to return to this game after a weekend, why am I buying this at full price? Like Tim said, yeah. I can wait. This and this is how I bestly could describe it, and I and I get people from our era to understand. Give us the full game like it's the PS2 and GameCube era. Those days are gone, though, bro. You're right. You can unlock characters. No, you're right. You're absolutely Create right. Replay value. <laughs> but look what you just said. Yes, give us the full game like it's that era because guess what we got? It was many unlockables. Reasonable unlockables. Reasonable. But which also re- increased the replay value. And also, of course, yes. There was a lot of offline modes that really that catered to you, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Jory said it the other day, bro. Soul Calibur 2 and, you know, 6. 6 is the best game that we've had since 2. Mm. Now, with Soul Calibur, mm. um, Soul Calibur has, because of Victor only, Victor helped me see so many realms of possibilities. But we have to think Noctis because when I was when Noctis was, I'm like, yo, why isn't he not in Soul Calibur? Right? Yo, From how I saw it. Well, clearly Noctis was a test run to the weapons based combat in eight. Clearly. Because <laughs> everybody got the blicker on them in eight. Yeah. <laughs> Just... <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Honestly, yes. Like Hope I, the I, can punch I, through a bullet. Cause... <laughs> yeah. Tekken, Tekken is definitely experimenting with like hybrid characters. Um, yeah, definitely. And then to be honest, I think that's going to be probably like the reverse of like characters for Soul Calibur because like, you know, who was a prime example? Remember Heihachi for the PS2 port for the PS2 version of Soul Calibur? And then look who we got for Soul Calibur 6. Noctis. Noctis and 2B. Like weapons. Well, not really um, 2B, but like, yeah, Noctis. So I do feel like they're experimenting with hybrid characters. Negan also was in the game. We can't forget about well, that. Well, we can because they're not going to yeah. do that ever again. Oh no! But he, they just yeah. Thank yeah, goodness they gave, to, um, they gave it to Victor. <laughs> they gave his moveset to Victor. Oh, my goodness, boy. Yeah. Um, Those TV show crossovers. That was. Yeah, so. that will never happen again. How much did they pay? T- <laughs> How much you gonna pay us to put it, put them in this game? Right, <laughs> blank check, blank check, blank check sounds nice. Yeah. Um, but uh, with um, with with um, with Soul Caliber, uh, I hope I'm staying on topic, guys. 
Let me know. Well, I feel like the um, Mortal Kombat thing is dead in the water. We can move on yeah, to. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, mean, boy, <laughs> I was like, like I, I guess we don't care. All right, moving on. Uh, let's, let's 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 go to. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. I mean, it's fine. I, <laughs> the thing, the thing with this Mortal Kombat aesthetically, it had the greatest rollout probably of all time. Marketing and, and PR now. Was- my and we were like, man, yo, we just can't imagine anybody beating this game. And then now, we play, we see, we get back the feedback. We see Tekken's building up crazy momentum, and it started slowly. Mm-hmm. They release who they who they release when the momentum was just about to die. Uh they Raven. released. I um, feel like I was like when they dropped that Raven. They released trailer, Raven. That when they dropped one. the Raven trailer. I said, oh, and, and Ultra this, Instinct coffee sipper. I was like, oh, this oh. black man, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this this black man in the game. Oh, okay, then they dropped Feng Wei. After they dropped Feng Wei, the momentum was like, man, you know, Tekken is, uh, you know, Tekken starting to wrap up. It kept a steady flow of conversation. Then the beta network codes came out. Then the Victor trailer kind of like sealed the deal. Uh, right now for the Tekken hype because of the um, codes. And now you can watch. I was watching a lot of the closed beta network test uh, matches. They let you load it on. Um... I don't I don't Go. know. I've, I I feel like Victor's a little bit. Con- Controversial is not the right word. No, he's think, okay. No, I'm in he's terms okay. of like ramping yeah. up hype. Right. Because I think, um, again, I think the Raven trailers were kind of like, oh, snap, Look at Black Naruto, no, I, right? Vic, Vic, so, um, Victor, Victor did something. But the, the, something. the thing is, like, between the trailers, we oh, get into Victor, we also kind of got, like, here's this, like, overview trailer. We're going to briefly show Yoshimitsu, even though you've been waiting eight months to make sure that he was in the game. Why, why is he in a clip? <laughs> like, uh, and, yeah, and, and here's, here's Chainsaw Hands Girl. Oh, okay. she's back. No. Oh, Devil Jin's a separate character. She, Ooh, she ah. definitely deserves to be on that. Yeah. <laughs> but they definitely deserve to be skimmed over, man. No, like, she did. But not yeah, no, like, <laughs> no. And then Steve Fox was in there, too. I'm like, yo, how you just skipped over Steve nah, like that, bro, man? Nah. Yeah, that's crazy. That was whack. That was yeah. whack. Yeah, because like you bring us this big sword character, but it's like, but Yoshimitsu is right there. So we yeah, still been... not going to see if he... <laughs> Got an upgrade to his moveset because after what you did with uh, Kuramitsu, Yoshimitsu can't be the same Yoshimitsu again. Mm-hmm. But now we kind of just have to wait and see. Like, you know, because I even uh, love, like, because I even love, you know, the additions of what they made. Like, oh, yes, Kuma, Kuma's a Heihachi, is a Heihachi now. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, because it makes sense. Oh, the bear he's been training with for years. Makes sense. Yes. So now you finally have a distinct move set between him and Panda. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Let me let now that make that's such a wasted slot because why should now that you show this Panda, I'm I'm furious now. Why? <laughs> because because Panda should have been in that slideshow with um I don't care about no Panda. They should have been in that slideshow with the uh, Chainsaw Girl. She was Alyssa. 
Yeah, Panda? Panda? Yeah, Panda was yeah. there. Didn't, didn't Panda have her own trailer? Mm. No. Oh, okay. Oh, thank goodness. Nobody oh, wants a Panda trailer, bro. Yeah, I'm about to say that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, like okay. would you prefer the Velociraptor with the boxing gloves? Bro, like, I'm, I'm lost here. <laughs> like, oh, no, 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 no. Guys, let's, 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 let's keep it grounded here, man. Oh, <laughs> boy second wild man yeah, I, yeah. His, his name is alex yeah there's alex. certain things we should probably just kind yeah. of avoid approaching again whatever happened yeah. to mokujin we it's fine it's fine yeah. <laughs> keep, mokujin, keep mokujin right there it's Brody. fine we don't uh, need to know what happened <laughs> but yeah I, I think over. that's why like i don't think again i don't think victor killed any of the hype i just don't think it was uh the spark in terms of uh, other than that stage, that stage looks amazing. I think, um, I don't think, I think it was it like, the, Oh man. Um, I think, I think it, it, it rose it up uh, just a, a little bit higher because he was fresh. And not only that, he was well-designed. The design hit just like Leroy Smith, you know, like I felt like it, I felt like it did his, he did his job. I'm not mad personally. at that take. I'm not mad at that take. No, I know. I know yeah, how I'm you feel, Tim. I know how you feel about him, Tim. Like, you know him being the the uh the actual creator leader. yeah the actual <laughs> leader but they you know him being the actual leader but, but aside from that because what every I see black innovator is a french man what did we go without I, without uh, leonardo DiCaprio's character hmm? <laughs> we just couldn't <laughs> Yeah, yeah. These are just I, jokes. I, I, these yeah. are just jokes, but it's these are just jokes. Yeah, yeah. It does. It I, it's, I mean, it, don't, little, it don't help. He look like it, the Kentucky Fried Chicken man. It don't. It don't help. Don't. Dog. It Colonel don't help. Sanders with a, with a cleanup. It don't. It don't. <laughs> Master Raven was yeah. right there. We all love her. It, there was nothing wrong with that character. What do we? You know, like no. I never saw someone say Master That's Raven. My oh, this is trash with clones. <laughs> That's my problem with clones. Mm. I hate clones. Now, when people have a character that they like, and you swap them out with another one, it just doesn't make any sense. Keep the character in the game. Stop giving us variations. It's not teching the new generation. If it was, then whatever. But it's not. Mm. Now, what are you going to do with Master Raven? What are you going to do with Kumimitsu? These are staples mm. in the Tekken universe. Now, if this Yushimitsu, if it's tech, it's so, if it's so calibrated Yushimitsu in this game. We can't say nothing. So the what's Yoshi Mitsu gonna play like in SoCalibur um seven or eight? I don't know. And that's assuming, like we said in the chat, that they don't do a crossover at this point. Cause yeah. the way things are going, you know, put a, some type of weapon in, in uh Kazuya's hands and let's go. Tekken versus uh Soul Calibur. Why not? No, I don't think it'll no, go that that's... far. Like I do feel there's a way that like because I do feel like they're generation stories. Like yes, like this that ninja Yoshimitsu is the ancestor to the technological looking demon looking one. He's an ancestor. Mm-hmm. And you know, like to be honest, like Mitsurugi always gave me Mishima vibes. Like he's like the main character, but not really the main character, but then the story is someone lingering around him. And it's just like you never know. And then even, you know, what they did with Keelik when they gave him that evil right real mode and stuff like that. All that. Oh, yeah, that kind of yeah, looked was... like 
That kind of does look like Soul Edge with a mix of Devil Gene. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yes. We we, very, we talked about this in the chat. Gene. Very Devil. We Gene. talked about this in the <laughs> chat. Um, Tim, we talked about this in the chat. Um, so Caliber needs to pull from from, in my opinion, from uh, some of the best things that happened to it. Uh, that's So Caliber two, which six did correctly. Um, and three. The reason why I say three, because. The reason why So Caliber needs more of a budget, man. And it needs to have if you're gonna give us this, give us a, So Caliber should focus on the story heavily. It, I I'm sorry, there's no way around it. You have to because it's a good world. Yeah, it is. It's a great world. Yeah. It's I can uh, agree with it's that. it's an amazing world. Mm-hmm. And because it's such designs, an amazing so on and so forth. Mm. And so, because it's such an amazing world, there's no reason for us not to get cutscenes. We deserve it. It deserves a Mortal Kombat treatment. That's why nobody's playing the game. You can't give me no anime RPG vibes where I'm looking at drawings talk for 30 minutes. No, it doesn't work. I still have yet to complete that um um <laughs> Tales of the Soul in um Soul Calibur Six. I stopped at Geralt. I never finished. Yeah, I never finished it either. Actually. You don't. You don't see anybody playing that story mode. Yeah. I had to search YouTube to see everybody I who completed. Finished, I finished it. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, you know, um, yeah, <laughs> as well. Where does he come from? Who is Agol from Five? Oh, like who is these guy? This guy came out of nowhere, and you find out he created Soul Calibur. Why wasn't he foreshadowed in the? <laughs> well, because this you know, is a soft reboot. That's why. That's that's the reality. Oh, okay, of it. like and then retcon, <laughs> retcon time. Yeah, like, and so, that's where I said, like, due to the soft reboot, there's a way that maybe the Soul Caliber or the Soul Edge could be the predecessors to the Devil Gene and the Angel character. Okay, remember there was an Angel character in Tekken, where before Kazuya got fully taken over by his Devil Gene, there was an Angel character who was trying to bring him back. And the only time they ever brought that character back was, you know, it was technically a spinoff, the Tekken Tag modes. So I do feel, yes, maybe this is a good way to tie those in. Like, it's an ancestry game. Oh, Mitsurugi. Because remember, we still don't know Mitsurugi's last name. He's a whole Ronin, whatever, but we don't know the man's last name. But Yo, yeah, if but you, his last name is Mishima, that's going to be crazy. It, yeah. would, it will make sense. There's a there's a way they can make sense out their story, bro. You're right, you're right, you're right. I ain't gonna lie, that's there, that's there, fine. There, that's a one. There is a way that we could then, you know, and you know, let's just say, like for example, um, Taki, Taki could be a an ancestor to Kunimitsu, and then her interactions with Yoshimitsu and the Majin Clan and stuff like that. Like yes, like Soul Calibur has more of like a East Asian, Euro Asia type of story, which is cool. Which is cool and all. Mm. But like they have hinted, like, yeah, you know, some of these characters might be ancestors to these people. Because there has to be a reason why Yoshimitsu has been the crossover character. Well, I can't even say the the staple, the staple Mm. and crossover character for years. Mm. Yeah. That would be a nice twist. That would be a nice twist. He's, yeah, for years he yeah. he's he's in the earliest versions. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you know people have said like, yes, you know, but the best version is the best version of him is in Soul Calibur because you do all these kamikaze tricks. He was like, yeah, but then connect that story, bro. Yeah, 
connected. Yeah, man. Um, well, I, they definitely. I was gonna say, yeah. I guess we'll have to see what they do with Soul Calibur moving forward. That's, that's I do really... think Soul Calibur. I do think Soul Calibur is gonna get a good run this time, man. Because I feel like Harada's now in control. He's gonna be doing. He's gonna be more involved with Soul Calibur. Mm-hmm. So this Soul Calibur played great, but again, Netcode killed it. As There's tournaments right right games. To be honest, yeah. to be honest, bro, and I'll be honest with you, I don't think this is gonna be the best year for guest characters. I feel like they peaked that last round. Greatest, the greatest I, I, guest I, I, character I, I, lineup yeah. I've, I could have, you could have ever asked for. Yeah, you have. And that's why that's I'm like if you're gonna invest in these these characters and give us something this way, why is there no good netcode? We have Haramu, Hamaru. I mean, oh my gosh, Bro. that's answered prayer. Then you have Geralt of Rivia, which they kind of nerfed him. Yeah, they nerfed they, him. They, they nerfed him, but <laughs> yeah. They, they, they had to. What you mean? Because no, honestly, George, before I met you, there was days I was texting Anthony like, yo, I just saw a tournament footage of 2B. The person slaughtered the player within like probably like less than 10 seconds. Like all I saw was a flash of swords and the person was dead. They have, they, some of these characters, they have, they have to. Uh, if we're, come on now, if we were to be practical, Noctis would one, would solo most of the Tekken cast by himself. Without anybody, anybody who doesn't have supernatural powers or is an android, let's be for real. The man can summon blades. They have to nerf some of these characters. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, like that was that was the best guest characters ever. I mean, some of the guest characters were questionable. Going from four to um, like why is why am I fighting Darth Vader? And yeah, Yoda. just four, four just, uh, that nah, come on. Eh. And then, it's, and then the apprentice. They're just having fun. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with the wonky guest character every now and then. I, I, I'm not. I've yeah. never been opposed to like. Here's something you just would not expect because we just had a blast. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Again, I don't. I don't yeah. have to buy them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah. Um. With the next Soul Calibur lineup, man, they need to. They 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 need to give a mode to where there's no ring outs to where you can have like a dead or alive. Uh, stage change. There's no reason why this game doesn't deserve. If you're gonna go with fighting games, make your fighting games pop. I think you they know, will. I think saying. I think Tim's idea from the previous podcast, where it's like just have day and night cycles throughout the rounds. I think there's gonna be some modern upticks in the next Soul Calibur that just it's just the natural progression of things. Like, no, I do not want to fight on the waterfall morning, night, and 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 evening as three separate stages. Because if I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> Um, some there's some stages from every Soul Calibur game that I'm like, why didn't this game make it back? Why didn't this stage make it back? Because yeah. it was, it was amazing, and the game mode Soul Calibur had, those were some the Weapon Master Journey. Oh man, that was some of the most fun I've ever had. I think, and they kind of treated it. I think they will. I think they. I, th- I they think. Can, I think the Soul Calibur Six was enough of a positive reception that they feel maybe a little bit more encouraged. Like I said, you guys in the group chat, it just depends on how they look at it. Like I think they they're not. It kind of gives the vibe that maybe they're not entirely sure that the interest is still there, but it obviously is. Like like you said, the things that killed the game was not the roster, was not the gameplay. It was the netcode, which is you know your bread and butter of a fighting game. Okay, you can fix that, and the story mode is a better presentation. It wasn't a bad story. Yeah. It just yeah, 
I didn't want to watch the Microsoft PowerPoint. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) it Either either they, yeah, for real. real. It was just a PowerPoint (laughs) slide. Either they do a tech enforce of their own or they create a new system that makes them unique to SoCalibur. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. It's it's not yeah. it's not outside of uh their creative team's possibilities. It's not something where like we have to pray and hope that they figure out a way. It's like, no, you guys have shown how resourceful and creative you are in within the especially within the Tekken series. You could do it. You could do it. Mm-hmm. A little bit more budget, a little more development time, you could do it. I, I would not be surprised if Soul Calibur Seven is, is the the return of form that we've all been hoping for with that series. But they have to want to do yeah. it. That's all. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think in terms of Tekken Eight, we're supposed to get what the last character reveal next in the next two weeks. Supposed to next week. Oh, so next week. Okay. So she's rumored to be. If you guys don't mind me saying, she's rumored yeah. to be Kazuya's little sister. Yeah. As I said to y'all before in the group chat. Now, if we're gonna do the mission storyline to death, by all means. <laughs> she, now, now she might, she might fight. I was like, man, who is she gonna fight? Like, if that's the case, mm-hmm. you, you know, I'm like, there's no way they're not they're gonna give Kuma all of Heihachi's moveset. Uh, we don't <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, we don't need to see her but without that fight. We, we will. We don't want to see. We don't want to see Kuma in a tournament. I don't want to see Kuma in a tournament, man. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> I, I don't. Think, yeah, but we will. But I don't. <laughs> I, th- I think. I think they're. Well, let me not say as a guarantee, but I think they've shown with Tekken Seven how they did the DLC of those characters. They've shown that they are still able to come out with unique takes of fighting mm-hmm. styles. They're not out of ideas, is what I'll say. Whether they work or not, you know, remains to be seen. But. Again, Coffee Ultra Instant Girl, I was like, okay, I've never seen this in a Tekken game before. Okay. Okay. My, my <laughs> only, like, because I feel like, yeah, you know, Tekken has, um, Tekken 8, it, they played it safe because, yes, 90% of the roster is cl- classic characters that people care for. So, okay, yes, they're not doing the whole classic roster revamp to an extent. But I do feel like, though, the only DLC characters that we got for the last one is... Zafina and Leroy, mm-hmm. like no, like and and I gotta say it. I know Jory's gonna hate me for it, but you mean to tell me after the biggest that big rollout that you had for Faku Ramen, he's not in this game. The the Marduk killer, or they'll just sell him to you again. Wouldn't be no. wouldn't be the first game to do that. They 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 the staff themselves don't like Faku Ramen. <laughs> Now my whole thing about it is like, all right, I get Michael Murray's favorite character is Bruce because <laughs> he's he's a producer in the game. Because I get it, you know they're also trying to get rid of some redundant characters. But then you know, look what you did about like you know Kuma and Panda. Now you've actually given them a fighting style that is very significant to them. So mm-hmm. like you know, what is going to be the difference moving forward with King and Army King? Yeah, Armor King is definitely even though Armor King yeah. was a DLC character the last round, and you know Julia Chang, she she's not in it. Um, Anna Williams is not in it. So like, there's a lot of DLC characters who are technically That's crazy. Who are technically are as of Anna now, DLC? as of now, they're classic characters. So it's like, where are these people at? Angel's gonna be DLC. We don't want it, but she is. 
I see it. I see it coming because, yeah, because, you know, June is back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, like, yeah. Could they sell us Ogre again? I, I don't think they'll bring Ogre back because he, he kind of feels like a, a one-off character. Like, yes, he was the boss for, like, Tekken. It was Tekken. Yeah, it was Tekken 3. He's the reason why there's a devil gym, though. Yeah. Yeah, technically. Yeah. But I don't, I, don't, I don't feel like Ogre would ever come back, though. I don't feel like it. Okay. And then now Zafina like, got the tailed beast. Te- technically, <laughs> Ogre was Macaulay. Like that yeah, one, but, but done significantly better. <laughs> yeah. In comparison, no, but then to be honest, even what they did with Savina, bro, that is very dope. That is very dope. Genius, mm. genius. Yeah, because it makes sense. You know, her tribe was the the guardian of the tomb, and then yeah, the last guardian in the line got possessed. Yes, we'll we'll, we'll see. It makes it makes sense. It, it we'll makes see. sense because to be honest, like yeah, they did realize. With Tekken 6 story, they kind of fumbled in areas that they're trying to make it stick. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let me destroy the world yeah. so uh, I can bring forth and save the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you yeah, don't cause, say. Because <laughs> with that storyline, you brought in a whole character that didn't make sense, and his name was Miguel. And I'm so Michael glad. Jackson. Yeah, and I'm so and I'm so glad Miguel is not in the game, bro, because it's like Miguel does not make sense as a character. Devil Jin, Devil Jin's army had a a, a brick following his wife. <laughs> like every novella. Yeah. My goodness, Tekken, you you they were, know how to do actually, so there were actually, weird wow. feedback. That is that is exactly what he is. He's a novella character. Oh, I was <laughs> like my, every oh, novella was, kid. Oh, I was at my sister's wedding, and you I will get you my revenge. I couldn't believe it, though. I'm watching it. I said, yo, did they just do that? Did they really just do that, kid? And she died. No blemishes, kid. Perfectly intact. Every I said, yo, I know a mountain every, just, I know every, a mountain just fell on this whole Every girl. legacy whole game has their, has their questionable moments. No one, oh, no one is exempt. But, <laughs> I would become a drunkard in the But yeah, Jory. But yeah, Jory. I mean, me and Anthony was half right. Eddie Gordo is definitely DLC, bro. Mm. They they want y'all to pay the fee, kid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they want y'all to pay the fee. My, now here's my thing, right? Like here's where I get frustrated. You have Christy, you have uh, Master Raven, which is probably one of the best designed female characters I've seen in a long time. Easily, man. They got the braids, right, the dreads, and braids right before you, the technology even caught up. So, oh, man, fire! And I'm like, you got such a cool character, and y'all just. So when if what are you guys gonna do? Are we gonna alternate? Don't do that. Don't have us alternate different games, man. Just just give us what we want, man. How is she gonna play? How is she gonna fight? Like, are we gonna have all three? Um, um, ver- um, three lineage warriors in the game. I'm, I'm down for it. Right? Yeah, might be their angle. Gave, you already gave Yoshimitsu his team, because Yoshimitsu's connected to Raven. Raven's connected somehow to a uh, Raven and Yoshimitsu got their little peaceful um scrimmage. Uh, Kimimitsu got her her uh her scrimmage with Yoshimitsu. Um, who else? Uh, then you got um, man. 
I'm just, it just it's just very frustrating, man, because it's like well, now that Raven is you know significantly more Raven than we've ever seen him before. Yeah. His statement is witness the results of my training. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm just frustrated. I'm like, man, why are y'all doing this, man? Yeah, yeah. And then now Christy Montero's back, but when we get Eddie Gordo, we don't. Who's, who's needs Christy? Unless she's gonna play significantly different form of Capoeira, which is I don't know. Well, it's she was always, she was always more faster to me. Mm-hmm. She was just more faster, and that was it. Like her startup, That's like with the kicks, was way faster than Eddie. It just so, needs some refinement. It's like anything else. It's like when we were talking last week about the Spider-Man. It's like you don't need to make them drastically different, but they don't need to mirror each other. Give me some key okay. reasons why I would pick this one over this character, even though they have similar movesets. Um, mm, maybe okay. Eddie Gorda can go into longer combos. It doesn't have to be a, a night and day difference of a similar fighting style for it to be good. There's a reason why Ryu and Ken are stood the test of time. Do you want to be a more balanced, well-rounded character who's a little bit slower? Or are you going for flashy speed, maybe lacking power with Ken? It works. It's worked for 20 years. You know, like, it's, it's, it don't, it, it's, it's the minute details of fighting game characters, to me, at least, that kind of make them, you know, why you want to go pick them over somebody else, in my opinion. Okay. Um, but to, to move into the anime segment portion of the podcast, we're wrapping for the night. Uh, there's been a couple of, of uh, significant things that have happened over the past week um, since we've recorded. Uh, the biggest one being uh, Attack on Titan finally coming to an end in the anime. No more final season part 2.5 director's cut movie edition, but revised colors. Um, you know, if, if we didn't get any more confusing than it already was. They dropped it over the weekend. They uh, surprisingly um, went one for one with the manga ending, despite how controversial it was. So, you know, you got to see Bird Aaron and all his implied glory <laughs> um, towards the end of the series. Um, I know Tim hasn't watched it yet, but, you know, it, it's it's one of those series where they went with the ending in the manga. They sure did. And the only oh. thing they changed was they gave a little bit more context to context to Aaron and um, Armin's final conversation with each other. That was it. Everything else was one for one for one. Why did the founder Ymir do all this? She was in love with her slave master. Okay. Why did Aaron do all this? He was confused and didn't see any other way out. Oh, okay. How was Armin able to get into the paths? Because. Okay. Who is this giant prehistoric creature that caused the entire um, uh, Eldian lineage to go down this path? Who knows? Okay. Okay. Guys, this just in. GTA 6 will be announced as early as this week. First trailer release next month to celebrate Rockstar's 25th anniversary. Yeah, I just saw well, that tweet too. Yeah, we'll we'll get into that a little bit more towards the Game Awards uh, podcast yeah. recording. I, that, well, actually, um, <laughs> Anthony, um, I apologize. The Game Awards mm-hmm. nominees 
isn't next week, Monday the 13th. Ah, okay. Yeah, the actual award yeah. is still in December. My bad. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, let's see. Let's see what the trailer That's all I'll say for right now. We can approach it again in, in depth. We can do a GTA-focused podcast if y'all want to next time. But I, I want to see a trailer first because Rockstar has made some very Man, questionable decisions over the past couple of years, to say the least. Um, uh, what's the story going to be about, man? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Attack on Titan. It, it's you know, Jory's uh, mentioned it before. It it, it definitely was uh, one of those landmark animes and manga series for us as adults, where you know, as we transition to different parts of our lives, and other than the nostalgia aspects of the Dragon Ball Zs and the Yu Yu Hakusho's, here was a, a series that you could follow along with that had very mature themes. That was not afraid to kill a character. Boy, if you, if you wanted the anime version of Game of Thrones, look no further than Attack on Titan. Hey, is this your favorite character? Ooh, well, I've got news for you. <laughs> they will not be reprising their role in the upcoming season because they have died a gruesome and <laughs> unforgettable death uh, for the sake of plot. Um, but yeah, uh, Tim, I know you you know, you know don't have much to say on this segment because you haven't watched it yet. Uh, Jory, now that we can all talk freely about how the series played out, what how did Attack on Titan sit with you um, in terms of oh, impact it's, ending? It's, um, it's it's like all that vi- back to again to what I said. Do you guys feel like the outcome of these property storylines have helped you have helped your interest and in you staying interested? Hmm. Um. Because I've seen people defend the ending I've, for years. I've seen people defend the ending of like this is kind of the na- the nature of humanity. People don't really shy away from war. The idea of actual wanting peace is an illusion that people say because it makes them feel better, right? Um, this was the only outcome for Aaron because Aaron um, did not have the the nature or the agency to do anything other than destroy. He was a disruptor, not an innovator. Um, you know, like there's there's these things that people like. I'm like, I see why the defense is presented. I just, it, it's kind of like, obviously there are two different types of series, but it's like, again, I always look at Naruto, right? If you ever go back to the kind of rewatch some of the first episodes, if you told me this story about ninjas would end up being about alien reincarnations, I would have said you're crazy. How? Where does aliens even play into this? But that's how it ended. So when you get to Attack on Titan, when you look at these people who look like they're in the 1600s trying to figure out why these man-looking things are eating them alive, and you told me it was because there was another nation that was trying to wipe them out and using their own people against them, and the main character could technically time travel, and there was a world between worlds where everyone of the same race were connected, I would have been like, I think I'll pass. You know what I'm saying? I think I'll pass. Boy. Oh man, this you know you know um, it's like you have Full Metal Alchemist to kind of like be a light, a light, mm-hmm. a lamp to your feet, mm-hmm. and this happens. I just I just don't understand how you let. I mean, the, the ending is I'm not gonna accept it, man. It's. It's it's one of the 
if you would have told me where Aaron, when Aaron did his little Metal Solid infiltration, mm-hmm. this would be the ending of Attack on Titan, I would have been like, I don't believe you. That's that's like fan written. That's a fan. That's a fan written storyline. I I don't believe it. And for me to actually get this, it's like I said. I guess he was just tired of writing the story, man. That's what it feels it was, like, right? It it it, it um was, yeah. That's what it feels like. Because it it doesn't make any sense. We had it's it's like us watching an Oscar. An Oscar nominee like Leonardo DiCaprio then start at the ending scenes of the most powerful moment of the film, he turns into a character from a living color. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's, oh, man. Man. I don't want to. All, <laughs> said it himself. All that for a drop of blood. What do you? I'm gonna ask two questions. What do you think about the implied metaphor that human humanity doesn't really have free will; we're a slave to destiny? Because that essentially is the implication at the ending of like Aaron was free to follow the path that was carved out for him already. As Harvey Birdman, as Harvey Birdman, that's his destiny. That does not speak volumes to me, brother. That is crazy. Okay. So the it, ending so of was humanity the ex- was it the is execution? for me to turn into an animorph. Well, it's implied. It's not. It's not a, a, a for sure thing that he becomes. A bird. It's just implied because birds are a symbol of freedom. He doesn't literally become a bird. It's symbolic. To make it symbolic means that it is. For that one instance, it is. I can't. Like this, this, this is this is an inception, man. This is not the little whatever you call that thing spinning his device. That's that's what this is doing to me, man. Yeah, I didn't come in for that, man. Yeah, the ambiguous yeah implications is not, and it's not powerful. Yeah, it's not powerful. It's not powerful. Yeah, it's not like you listen. If Christopher Nolan wrote this film, I would have had an ending that I could be like, you know what, maybe. Mm. Mm. But this this wasn't that. Like Attack on Titan had the blueprint. She did it already. Not to say it had to end this way, but you had a way to have it end. Mm All that for a drop of blood. All <laughs> that for a drop of blood. And then my my uh, second question for everyone to our next anime topic is, what's the worst ending between this or Death Note? And for the, uh, those who don't know, Death Note ends with, it's, it's a standoff between Light and L. And it's L's protégés that take down light in one of the most contrived <laughs> good must win evil must lose endings that you've seen in the 2000s anime what's that going to has a worse ending than death note 
I don't know if I could agree with that one. I don't know if I could agree with that one. I don't want to believe you, Ant-Man. I don't want to go back to that era. Okay? <laughs> I don't need to go back and revisit that, all right? So I, I'm going to I'm gonna accept the dream world <laughs> that Attack on Titan has provided for me. And I'm going to say Attack on Titan. Has the, wor- has the worst ending in Death Note. Yeah, it, because my mind does not need that level of stress. Okay. Okay. I don't need that level of stress right now. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna <laughs> put myself in the infinite Setsuyomi <laughs> and just say that Attack on Titan had the worst ending. Okay. Um I don't even want to get into that right okay. now. We're gonna leave Death Note right there. Right? <laughs> right. We're gonna leave it right there on the shelf and we're gonna focus. Okay. Okay. On Attack on Titan. Okay. This is something I can stomach. Right. Something like this stuff. It's a level of disappointment you're willing to tolerate. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Um, it's still fresh. I feel like there will be some type of think piece that will kind of spark a new conversation. I definitely want Tim to get caught up on it so we could really, really get into it. Hmm. Um, and what's so what's so fussy? Sorry, hmm. about Attack on Titan. You could have fixed it. Yeah. You had enough time. You know what? I will say this. This this gives the anime property something of a different value. Mm. I don't always want a one-for-one ending, guys. I'm sorry. Mm. It's okay for the anime properties to differ from the actual comic book materials. Not too much so like Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not careful. saying that, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. That is... That's a team... Again, <laughs> OCP. Mm. OCP from from, from RoboCop. Mm. They, they run in the business, man. I, I don't I don't know what to tell you. I'm that was that's someone who goes in, 80s guy comes into American guy comes into listen. We want to have two different properties going to two separate directions that never actually meet, but do. Dragon Ball Z Super. Dragon Ball Super, sorry. And then we're gonna go in and have it, that. It's such a mess. I want a new series. I'm actually almost relieved that Dime was out. I, we're not gonna say way back into Dragon Ball. <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna say way back into Dragon Ball. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I, I I think for me, it's. I wonder, and I have to bring up the Death Note comparison only because I feel like it sometimes feels like. Uh, Japanese fueled series, at least when it comes to manga, have a hard time with, uh, and everyone loses at the end. Like the most they can do, like for as much as I, I, I trash and will continue to trash and die on this hill of Evangelion being pure garbage, right? Even with the ending, the ending, <laughs> I, I, I dog pure blaspheme kid. <laughs> You blasphemed dog. Oh, Pure garbage. I can't save you, homie. I can't That's save fine. you. That's fine. That's fine. I can't save you. Oh, my That's fine. We, we don't have enough time for me to get into it. <laughs> they, dog, they're going to do the death revenge death ball. Dog. Yeah, that's fine. I'm ready for it. <laughs> Evangelion was one of the most overhyped wastes of my time that I have seen in the anime. And I am upset Man, that everyone's like, it's one of the... <laughs> 
It's no, it's not Yu Gi Oh GX. And a lot of, I will say this, I will say that a lot of the concepts that they present in that series are really good. But if you want to talk about something that you could have gotten to the point in about 10 episodes, look no further than Evangelion. I got more metaphorical symbolism from Gurren Lagan than I did from Evangelion. I'm sorry. You telling me, hey, man, this main character, you know, sometimes when you're depressed, you just can't do anything. The end. This is one of the most critical acclaimed animes of all time. Well, it's he had the power of choice and chose nothing. Anyway, um, Attack on Titan is <laughs> just one of those things where it's like, what what was wrong with? I don't even want to say Aaron winning, but what what was the the big issue of ultimately they have to save the day? Why? I promise you, bro. Like, and and Tim, you might feel differently once you get to that point. But I I remember reading the manga chapter when they finally stop Aaron. They stop the rumbling. Right, everything's on pause. The creature explodes from the body, sprays the gas. Right, they start realizing what's happening. And you see John and Connie. I'm like, yo, they about to die, yo. And I'm flipping through the pages. I'm like, wow, this is. <laughs> yo, like, they did all of that and they couldn't stop him. Wow. But the Japanese desire for a good ending of like, what a send off for these characters. Like They did the best that they could with the best of the capabilities. If I have Yamcha and Tien throw the best of their powers at Cell, it's still Cell. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't... The effort is not lost just because they weren't able to do anything to him. I'm like, I can salute the effort. Y'all knew it was pointless, and you tried anyway. That is the human spirit right there. But when... Oh, thank God the MacGuffin got snuffed out. We won, guys. It's like... <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my goodness! You boy. know, so you 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 sack that on top of again just the plot holes that never really get explained. And I get it; I'm not somebody that needs every single detail explained to me. But you can't introduce a primordial worm that you never explain and then show me an ambiguous bird errand fly off and say the end. You just can't. You can't. You can't do that. You cannot. You cannot tell me free will is a myth <laughs> and then show the main character fly off as a bird. It's the same thing as Evangelion. What are we what are we doing here? What is my takeaway? It's how everyone interpreted it. No, it's not. No, it isn't. This is a bad ending. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is just a bad ending. This is Game of Thrones season eight. You are the anime Game of Thrones. You started off great and you just descended into foolishness. I can see the Starbucks cup in the panel. <laughs> that's how bad it is. <laughs> you know, <Yeah>. like <laughs> that's all. That's all. I, that's that's I just I don't know. Again, there'll be think pieces. I'm sure we'll reapproach this again. I'm sure we'll drop another list of, of animes that have uh, um, left the impact on us in the 2010s when it comes to us as adults. But I, I doubled down on this attack on Titan ending. is just It's just not good. The ride is amazing. Like Jory said, even the Milligar Solid infiltration that Aaron does, amazing. For you to fumble it with the last three or four chapters is I don't know. It's, it's Game of Thrones season eight. You had all the pieces on the board and you flipped the table. Why? <laughs> all that for a drop of blood. 
<laughs> so I we'll, hope they remember you. <laughs> Jeez. But moving on to the last anime topic of the night. That's uh, that's what that felt like, bro. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. what that it felt did. Like. It did. That, that's a beautiful metaphor. I'm gonna clip that right on up. <laughs> did we win? Did we win? <laughs> did, did we win? I don't feel so good, Mister Stark. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh my yeah. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh, dog. But the the, oh, the last man. I'm mad now, man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the, the last it's, anime. Topic. It's just like, hold on, hold on. Sorry. We get to the part where Levi meets his uncle, and I'm like, I've never seen these weapons before. Yeah. Then they animate it. Yeah. And you're like, check on tight. Even the humans are dangerous. <laughs> this is what I needed as as I grow older. This is the level of writing that my taste buds quench. And then fast forward. Yep. Time traveling titans, bro. T3, the TTT. <laughs> Time traveling titans. It turned into Lost. <laughs> yeah, that's what I wanted. It turned into Heroes. Yep, that's what I wanted. Ooh. That's what I wanted. Yep, that's what I wanted. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I wanted all along. It turned into Game of Thrones. Where who becomes the bad guy that wasn't really supposed to be the bad guy? Let's do it, man. Let's do it. He's a victim of fate because you have no free will. You're a slave to destiny. Let's do it. No one is truly free. War is inevitable. Roll credits. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Mr. Smith wrote that one, man. (laughs) Let's let's just do Let's Let's lay. Why not let it end like Matrix (laughs) 4? Yeah, that's what happened. Mr. Anderson! Oh, man. Oh, y'all boys. Matrix 4, Terminator Genesis. That's what this was. Yeah. Well, but I'm done, man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm done, man. Uh, quick last topic. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen um, has been getting a lot more flack this season um, for the way the animation has been handled as of late. Um, people are upset that there's certain key moments and key fights in the Shibuya arc that have just not been up to snuff animation wise. And it's, it's, it's interesting, um, as seasoned anime watcher, like myself and like how you guys are of like, it's interesting to see you guys complain about these seasonal animes with quote unquote substandard animation um, production. When we have lived through the Namek saga of Dragon Ball Z. When we have lived through some of questionable animation decisions during Bleach, when we have lived through basically anything in Chaputin that wasn't Naruto based as a fight, and you want to talk about bad animation in key moments. Oh, my pain is created in yours. Let's not forget that one. Even earlier than that, the first couple episodes of, of Chaputin. Do you remember that first guy in Kasami fight? <laughs> Stick figures on the panel. 
<laughs> I, yeah. Um, but I, I bring this up because I, I, I do think it's, do you guys feel like there's some legitimate complaints to how some of these uh, seasonal animes are being kind of dissected? There was, there was, I did see something similar with certain episodes of the Thousand Year Blood War arc with Bleach, where it's like, oh, why wasn't this animated better? Yada, yada, yada. Do you think anime uh, watchers as a whole are just getting a little bit too entitled, maybe spoiled? Because again, you know, we've seen the One Piece Wano arc where we, there really hasn't been a bad episode, technically. The entire, you know, for episodes on episodes on episodes. Um, and just the, the general standard of cinematography of anime has risen. I mean, Demon Slayer, boy, what, then one thing they'll do, they'll give you a mid arc and give you a top tier animation. You know, like mm. 3D angles and everything. <laughs> Top tier renders. So when yeah, you see yeah. things like this with Jujutsu Kaisen and it's just like, oh, why, why is this looking, you know, why is this freeze frame looking like Dragon Ball Super Episode 5, you know, and Goku fought Beerus? Do you think that there's there's warrant to that critique or are, you know, are we a little bit too, again, entitled as anime fans? Uh, I mean, it's seasonal, you know, um... Unless that team is working, and it's Mappa, right? Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Well, Mappa's definitely doing a lot, a little too much. Way too much. Way too much, man. And I don't know if they were... And then Mappa's not doing Attack on Titan, right? They did Attack on Titan. They did Attack on Titan, yeah. So that's that's where that went. <laughs> that's where that went, guys. That's where all that energy went. Yeah, that one Levi shot y'all been clipping up. That's where that yeah. Jujutsu Kaisen <laughs> dropped the ball. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what that was. Yep. Mm. Um, that animator was probably doing eighty hours. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not funny, but the funny is the irony. <laughs> like you're right, he probably was He's doing eighty hours. Um, didn't eat. Stomach touching the sides, just rubbing together like old laundry, <laughs> hand wash laundry, just rubbing together, and um. Yeah, that's what that was, man. Because <laughs> so so entitled anime fans, what you say? <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna say entitled. I just, I, I you have to. I would, I would, I would um, prolong the Shibuya arc. I wasn't missing Jujutsu Kaisen like that. Mm. I wasn't losing my mind. Mm. Um, just that's just me. Mm. I think they would have been okay, and it would have been better. They would have made more of an impact because the Shibuya arc is strong enough to bring people back since it's what I hear all the time all over the internet. Mm. You think Berserk fans are not going to wait for an anime well done with the treatment of a Vinland Saga mm. or an Attack on Titan? They'll wait peacefully. Okay? You think after seeing Pokemon um, Generations that if they said they're going to take po every animation and storyline from now on is going to be presented like the Pokemon Generation? You think I'm not going to wait for that? That was some phenomenal storytelling. You think after watching Pluto's storytelling, the way that junk, junk was um, told, I'm not going to wait? The animation, the way the build-up, I'm like, man, I'm really an adult now, man, because this thing is moving slow, but I love it. Mm. It's, it's like I'm watching a very nice painting. Characters are developed well. The animation is done so well that it's like the movement alone is speaking for itself. 
it's eye pleasing. And then when they finally reveal the big baddie, you're like, yo, I'm terrified of this guy named Pluto. I'm how is Astro Boy gonna do anything? Mm. So is it it's it it's yeah, it's it, I guess this is 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 like it's just like maybe like the cracks of the animation industry in that aspect of like overworking mixed with take your deadlines yeah, it's mixed overworking. with mm, okay take your time if it's if it's gonna be something like Jujutsu Kaisen there's no way when we spoke about um and I really felt that this hurt the anime um big time was when we saw Myro's fight that was one of the best moments reading the manga or we go back to One Punch Man season two how they animated Garo's fights take your time that was that was uh, yeah man that was a and the, and the reason the reason why it's so painful is because when we look at Demon Slayer, Demon Slayer does the emotions and the presentations of what we expected these fights to look like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even though so, when you break it down, the formula of every fight is exactly the same. Tandro breathes a little bit exactly differently and has a flashback of Tandro a different, a of a different deceased member of his family. Yeah, he goes to the Avatar <laughs> State. You know what I'm saying? He goes to the Avatar State, pull back that lady to breathe. But the way the music hits, the way you're like, yo! The way the music hits, yeah, right? You know what I'm saying? Like... Oh man! Just the right amount of slowdown. <laughs> the sound Hashira is is flying through buildings. You're like his human body can't keep up with this, but this looks amazing. Oh, his eye yeah. got slashed. Oh, Tanjiro got gouged yeah. in the mouth. But I'm I'm so invested. <laughs> human lungs cannot keep up with this, but I am so invested. <laughs> Dog, like one thousand percent, man. <laughs> and then <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So you, that's my thing. Like, yo. If this is your Shibuya arc, you can't afford to make this not look like One Piece, man. Mm. Especially if this season's gonna end fast. If you know this series is not a long series right. by any form of definition, right. so why are you doing this? Like, take your time. Mm. I think people would have gladly waited, man, versus getting this. Now you get the backlash that you don't want, and this man was like, "Yeah, guys, it's not my fault." <laughs> doing eighty hours a week, guys. Yeah, he he Yo. he. He he was those hurt. rice balls can only yeah, do so he much. He was hurt. He was hurt. He was like, "I'll do better." That I'm like, yeah. Check yeah. on that guy, because you got this man about to visit your Yoshimitsu's uh, Yoshimitsu's combo inputs, man. Come on, <laughs> if y'all know what I mean. Yeah, it's it's it's. I don't know. Tim, what you think? I know you haven't caught up on Jujutsu yet, but what do you think about the whole you know seasonal approach of? If something is seasonal, should it always be top notch quality? Um, are the fans entitled? You know, what is what is the 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 new bar of what is allowed to be a terrible quote unquote episode or shot in a in a highly acclaimed budgeted series? Um it's a mix. I do feel, you know, there needs to be a much more a bit of more slow burn pacing to really maximize what what the audience would like desire in a sense like they really like some better build up um i do feel like you know just like for example like i just said with one piece is like look how 
They've just been delivering on fight scene from the moment when Kaido one shot Luffy till now has just been like, yo, what is this? Like, <laughs> and that's why I said, yeah, man, you know, you got to really take your time because, you know, yes, these, you know, these animes, they have the budgets for it. Mm-hmm. They have the budgets for it. It's just, you know, so I would say deliver right the first time and only the right and only the first time. Mm. Yeah, because you know, you know what it makes me think of. Um, back to Jory's and I conversation about uh, Stone Ocean, right? Where it's like, for as controversial and how people don't necessarily like uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part Six, it's like what didn't help was you were getting one batch again of seasonal anime content, top tier choreography, cinematography, detail, only to go to the next part of the season. Even though there was a delay, and you're just like, "What is this? This looks the character models, the the pacing, the cutting of certain fights," and you're just like, "I was already on the fence. <laughs> like, I'll just go watch. <laughs> yeah, I think right? I'm gonna go watch Golden Wind again. It's okay. Never mind. Oh, man. <laughs> when is Joe Toro show up again? <laughs> yeah. yeah, this yeah that cast wasn't good, man. Like, and the thing is, she she should have. Like I can't, I'm not gonna tell um, Akira how to write his characters, but man, uh, like if Bay, if if she had more of spice like Bayonetta, it would have worked more. And she had a, a a cast, a better cast, the supporting cast because Bayonetta, the supporting yeah, because because we're going we're going from Misa having to fight with the Ice Guy, we're going from Buchari yo to this. It was a supporting um, cast. I did not care about yeah. Hermes. I did not care about anyone other than Jolene. I did not care. When, and Hermes' uh, power was cool, but it wasn't utilized. She, fights like, twice. she wasn't an interest. <laughs> yeah, twice. It wasn't utilized because she fights twice. And the first one puts her in the hospital. You know? Like. <laughs> You know, I I, I guess uh, the takeaway, and we wrap things up. I I think that's the takeaway is like we are um, reaching a point in the anime industry where, like Tim said, it's not like the budget is not there. These are now well established companies who not and only can I be honest with you? Mm-hmm. Can I be? You're not short of animators either. You see me animators that's doing. I was just gonna say that, and not only that, but they're able to now hire freelancers from across the world the globe to come get these shots done right no more youtube fan art these fans are now animating on these properties you have the budget you have the staff they you know it's the work schedule man mhm it's they're they're not human and then this is my problem and we can say that because this is my problem with um anybody this is my problem with comic book deadlines and cancellations uh, as far as how they handle it in Japan. Um, why not give a series a year? And after this year run is done, then you cancel. Because some of these, um, some of these, the cancellations happen too fast. Do you, you don't think that has uh, something to do with like the ADD generation, though? 
because you you do you there you, i'm not saying it's it's not a guarantee right we have seen it where people have series have taken even comic books have taken long extended pauses and is, pick it back up but you don't you, you run don't the risk your, you, you don't give your artists the best foot forward because the deadlines are so outrageous oda is sick oda this he should not be sick his drawing style is very simple right but he's getting sick the uh, the, the gentleman from who does hunter x hunter you got people who not even in the anime talking to me, coming to me. Hey man, I don't watch anime, but there's this anime called Attack Um Hunter X Hunter. Man, that thing's the greatest thing I've ever seen. People who normally didn't watch anime. The same thing Attack on Titan was doing for everybody. They're coming to me. Kids coming to me. Hey, you you watch Attack on Titan? Do you do you know who that who you know who Gone is? My students asking me questions like this. And I'm like, man. Hey, you know where I could read manga, Mr. President? I'm, I'm like, no, I, I, I don't. I mean, not that. There's nothing new. Why am I going to tell you so you can get disappointed? Mm. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, it's the work schedule, the work regiment that they have these um, deadlines. It's ridiculous. It's not, it's not helpful. They need to rework that entire system because your artists, now that's one of the common reasons why some of the artists get sick. My favorite, one of my favorite illustrators, the creative berserk, mysteriously dies. Goes on hi- hiatus. It's the it's the work schedule, man. Mm, you know, a, he wasn't even sick. You know, it's so funny. Um, them berserk scenes make someone one of the most best inspirational anime scenes. Like they put, they just be putting the Roman quotes behind there. Oh, life is. <sighs> Oh man, <laughs> yeah, it is true. It is true. And then they have, and then if you hear Guts's theme song, it it's nothing to what you expect him to expect it to sound like. It's actually the most harmonized, melodic. I don't even know if I'm saying that word correctly. Uh, but anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, uh, word. Um, I'm sound and ever, and it's like it's the work schedule, man, for these guys. You're getting the guy who is these guys are getting sick every week, yeah. hiatus every week, yeah. and then then and you then got the fandom. Retire, they never want to draw another series ever again. Toriyama <laughs> wasn't Toriyama. I hear Toriyama didn't go on vacation for ten years. Yeah, they don't want to draw a series ever again. To the point he forgets characters. Yeah. It, it, oh. I mean, we'll wrap it up here, but I think the the thing is like if from what we've seen over, especially post COVID, that manga strike is coming. Don't, don't it's coming. Oh, man. The way we've been seeing the 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 protests and strikes when it comes to Apple's production um, uh, places in China, the way we've been seeing these clothing line companies with their production companies where they're rioting in the streets. That manga strike is coming. That animation strike, it's coming. Like you said, these these deadlines, these work ethics, they're essentially inhumane. You feel yeah. like you know, like that's just what it is. It's inhumane. These are not sensible work schedules. People are working themselves sometimes to near death, if not death. It's it's just it's like you said, as fans, people who really invest in the series, they will wait as long as it takes. To get quality material. If we get One Piece every other month, they will wait. 
treat your artists better, treat your franchises better. One piece, one piece is still gonna make a billion trillion dollars no matter what you do. You'll make one piece Super Mario Land and it will live on past all of us. Take your time. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, take your time. Take your time. Uh but other- Zelda <laughs> Zelda Tears of Space, the Space Stone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People already wait for that one, man. Yeah, and even even to that point, right? People are talking about Super Mario Brothers Wonder U. It's been six years that we've gotten a Mario game since Mario Odyssey, and it's getting nines out of tens across the board. People waited, and they dropped what's looking like one of the best side scroll Mario's we've ever gotten in this generation. People will wait. All because of an elephant. Well, a little bit more than just an elephant, but I know what you mean. Of just yeah. gameplay innovation. <laughs> They took their time and got it right. Yep. <laughs> All right, fellas. That it. Oh, that's it. Speaking of things that got it right, but we'll, we'll talk about this another time in fullness. Um, Smash Brothers Two um, Nickelodeon version. Good reviews. Yeah, they got good reviews. Really? Yeah. It would die. <laughs> Well, we'll I, talk about it. We'll talk I, yeah, about it. Like, I'm down to research it and, and reapproach it next pod because that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right, y'all. Thank you so much for watching, listening, tuning in. Um, this has been another episode of the Gamer Podcast. Once again, I am Antonius the Gamer. This is Super SS Rank, Mikel Smith. We are the Gamer Podcast. Thank you guys so much. Please all like, right, subscribe. Guys. Till next time. Take care.